What's going on, faithful? It is time. It is time. We're two days away until the 49ers are on their way to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 at that. But first, but first, they got to head to the city of brotherly love to handle a B-I-B-I. In the words of the famous Jay-Z, and I'm going to put my own little twist on this, to the very end of a line from H to the Izzo, V to the Izze. But somehow, we going to beat them Eagles like we Brocky. Y'all figure that out right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. It's going to be lit. We got two people coming on today, baby. Y'all better get ready. Let's go. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Hey, you hear the bells, you hear the bells, you hear the bells. It's about to be a heavyweight fight on Sunday afternoon. I got my man Mo's nose in the building. I got the mother freaking great John Chapman in the building. Let's go make some noise. Faithful, what's going on? What's going on, boys? So glad to be here, man. Mo's, you looking sharp, man, as always. Always bringing it. Looking good, looking good. Yeah, I got the uh, NFL Jam Jerry Rice Steve Young shirt going. I like that. Is that, that a, bad boy? Is that a homage homage shirt? Yeah, let everybody know where they can get it, bro. Let's do homage. it. Homage homage.com. Use promo code 49ers, save 15%. That's what's hey, up. That John, congratulations on the on the new uh partnership. I like to call them partnerships. Some people call them sponsorships, but I like the word partner because that's what we're doing, right? Partner, uh, congratulations on a new partnership with homage or homage, whatever it is, however you want to say it. Some people, you know, make the eight silent, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but congratulations on that, man. Listen, use promo code 49ers on your checkout, man, and save 15% today. All right, shout out to my brother John Mose. What's going on, baby? Bro, I'm chilling. I, I was actually supposed to be in Philly today. Oh. But I had to go to Philly Monday, so I made Friday my work from home day. Mm-hmm. The missus, like, she just got back from getting a hair done, so she downstairs looking good. So I might have to hop off a little early, you know hey, what I'm man, saying? Hey, hey don't ain't, mess ain't, with ain't none of the kids at home. Right, right. Came back looking fine from the hair salon, but okay. I had to jump on with my bros, man. It, I, 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 You know, I'm, I'm in Jersey. I'm 15 minutes away from Philly. I work in Philly. I've been getting it all week. People are like, oh, you being quiet. You're not saying much. I, I expected more analysis for well. Guess what? You get an analysis today. Hey, listen. You want analysis? We get an analysis today. We get an analysis up? today. That, and that's what we're gonna talk about. How we're gonna beat these birds, right? Now, Mose, just a bit of advice. 
you know, you're going to be with me all weekend. Don't <laughs> mess up your hair too much or you won't be able to eat this weekend. I'm just saying. She's going to have to go back. So just, you know, put, put a doobie on, put a hat on, do what you got to do. Handle your B.I., bro. That's what we're going to talk about <laughs> on this show, handling the B.I. Um, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show it's good to be back. I tell you what, we're going to do a special treat because John's going to be leaving uh, within the hour. Moses is going to be leaving soon. But guess what? I'm not going to end the show because I'm going to open up the phone lines and you guys are going to get to join me because you guys didn't talk to me all week. And we want to hear from you. All right. Now, before we do that, we got to pay a couple of the bills. Make sure you guys like hit the like button real quick. Comment, subscribe right there on the channel. I promise the links to the descriptions of their channels will be in the description of the show. All right. So you can subscribe to Mo's Knows. You can also subscribe to the 49ers Rush channel as well. John, um, I'm sorry. Uh Oh, because I went to Uh-oh. grab your link today and I wasn't subscribed. So. Please. That seems about right, Wade. <laughs> you know what, John? Well, freak you. Now, let me stop. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't but know. love, man. No, it's the old know. channel, the new channel. I get yeah. it. I get yeah, it. I get you don't have to come at me like that, Ricky Bobby. I'm just with you, man. No, nah, it's all good. <laughs> Well, 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 so just, well, you need to you need to double check. Are you subscribed to Mo's Nose as well? Oh, there I, we I, go. I, you know what? Let me go ahead and double check. Yeah, you gotta double check. It's funny because I went to grab the link and I'm like, oh shoot! But I, it must was the old channel. Because sorry, John. Sorry, Mo's. Just I'm just saying sorry. I hey, at least I told on myself. I ain't scared. Hey, look, 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 I'm look. telling on myself right now. I was not subscribed to Mo's Nose. See. Look, let, let, let the, the sunset free is truly free indeed. It came back, man. It came back on me. It came back on me. And that's what John get for talking. Sh- I can't curse yet. It's too early in the show, but that's what you get. Now, John is paying me back because I came at John a little bit south the other day. John was oh, like, man, anytime you get Wayne hungry, we talked about this yesterday. It, it's it, you, you better be ready. We got Rocky on the steps this week. Wayne hungry. You got to feed that bear, dude. Or right, listen, it wasn't the fact that I was just hungry, y'all. What happened was, you know, we did when John when John throws a tailgate party, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I get a little cranky. I get a little cranky. Legit for the people, right? So, so we like I don't really get to enjoy myself. I I had one time, Mo's. You missed this one, right? I was enjoying myself. You want to know why? Because because one of his people's brought Madden. 2007 and I had just scored a touchdown and then John's like yo you gotta let this kid play <laughs> and the kid lost he did lose he did lose <laughs> so that whole time you know I carry my burdens with me but I don't take him to the altar so the whole time I was already mad at John he just didn't know it and so it was just one of these moments. I felt it too. I was like, "Hey, man, we got some kids that want to jump on here." So at halftime, if you don't mind swapping out, and you I could it feel just it. like this, I could said, feel it. I could feel it. I was like, "Uh oh, uh oh." He said it Uh-oh. just like that. It was mad nice. <laughs> but the fact that I was, you know, I'm competitive, bro. You right, know? right, right. Um, but now, great, 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 great trip. Great, uh, great. Um, tailgate and we won the game. That was the only thing that mattered. And then John and I made up at the end of the night. But listen, uh. We're 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 going to Philly, John and and Mose. This is probably one of the most hostile places to be in from a fan perspective because their fans are literally like trash, right? And so, like, I don't care if I know you, you still trash because that's how your your whole fan base is that way. And I know they're gonna be mad. We talk about they they trash, but they are. I got cursed out 
by a 73-year-old lady, bro. Like, <laughs> trying to find my seat. I ain't never been there before. Mm-hmm. And she told me, get the fuck off this, and I'm on the wrong side. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't say anything back out loud, but in my head, can you guess what I was saying? Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I know. There's <laughs> a couple of those. I'm telling you, bro. Listen, man, Go. we can go back to 2009. And I remember vividly because that's the year my son was born. Uh, Niners played the Eagles in Philly. I bought tickets for me and my dad to go because we weren't expecting my son early. He was born December 12th. He was supposed to come later. Um, I wasn't going to go to the game, but my wife was like, no, it's okay. Go to the game. You bought the tickets already. So me and my dad go to the game. We got really good seats. We're at like the corner of the end zone, lower bowl. Everything's good. I got French fries, hamburger pieces, hot dog pieces, buns, ice chips. I got, I was getting stuff thrown at me. And this is when we sucked. This is like Alex Smith was the quarterback. We had nobody on defense. Like, we were bad. And we were losing the game from the first quarter to the third quarter. Like, my dad was laughing at first. was like, see, this is what you get. But then as it got into the second quarter, he started to get hot. Third quarter, he stood up and was like, all right, that's enough. Like, my dad, (laughs) with all of his Eagles gear on, turned around and told other Eagles fans, y'all made y'all point. We get it. Stop throwing food at my son. Or or, or I'm going to fight y'all. And then they was like, all right, you got it. You got it back. But that's how they will throw things at you. Okay. For the entire game, if you don't tell them to stop. I got tackled uh, after the 49ers game. Uh, when we beat them week two last year, we're walking out of the stadium. Like, we're out of the stadium. And I just get clipped from the back, just, like, blindsided. And so I pop up ready to go. And sure enough, it was, like, some dude that just had way too much to drink. His buddies were like, man, he can barely stand. I was like, how he tackle me then? <laughs> like, like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, and they're like, dude, we're really, really sorry. Like, he was just the best. But, uh, yeah, I was getting stuff thrown at me, too, the whole time. But I was sitting with two Eagles fans. So it looked like I was just there by myself in my Jimmy G jersey, mm-hmm. like Niners fan, in by myself. And if you guys know me, I'm not shutting up. Like, I'm going to have a good time. I paid for Absolutely. this ticket just like you. Y'all want to go? Let's go. Uh, I, I try to start fights, but I'm going to cheer for my team. Um, and so it was awesome. I love Philly fans. That's the place where I love confrontation, especially with strangers. I don't know why. I didn't get a lot of hugs as a kid. But um, I love passionate fans. I And I, I wish they would cap it a little bit. But I love the fact that they try to intimidate uh, opposing fans, which is why I'm so upset I can't go this week. Um uh, but pajamas uh, an old, you know, white lady. I yeah. couldn't really say nothing. Even if you could have been an old black lady, old whatever. Like, like just if you're old, don't do that. That's not fair to us. I mean, I'm old too, but I, like, I can't really say what I want to say back. We gotta, we, we have to respect our elders. Like, it's, that's what it it's is. Rained in us. Like, so I can't say anything to you. You just got to understand that lady has lived through one Super Bowl. That's it. That's all she's got her whole life. Not thinking about that the whole time. That's all she got. That's all she got. See, that's and now Matt John not gonna be here because he's my. You know, so I I got I got John and I got Moe. So you know, you got the you got you got the right, you got the devil, you got the angel. You know, you know. I'm the devil. I'm the devil. I'm the devil. Nah, John, you you (laughs) um, you 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 always be the reasoning, and then Moe lets me be wild. But that's yeah. because Moe's can control me, right? So it's like, I'm I, like, that's what I need. I need the balance. And then me, I just do the dumb shit anyway. Like, that's how we are when we at these games. It's, it's always fun, though. Always fun. But listen, we are going to be in hostile territory, right? Um, 
not worried one bit about the fans. Somebody tweeted, like, and I was reading the tweet. He was like, listen, I'm a 49er fan, but I live here in Philly. Listen, if you're going to be a 49er fan, you know, rock your jersey. But when you leave after we win, take it off. Like, I'm not taking my jersey off. Oh, Wait, after, after who wins? After the 49ers win. He's like, once Take you our jerseys win. off? Yeah, because he said that's when the Philly fans going to really activate. And, like, you oh, might. Oh, because they, they're going to be mad that they lost? Yeah. So he's like, just crazy. I'm, I'm, you crazy. I no matter the outcome, I'm not taking off nothing. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I gotta, I'm, I gotta come. I gotta come with another outfit because y'all gonna be mad that like, y'all lost. I'm gonna put another jersey on. I tell you right. what, I'm gonna have one in the bag. I'm gonna put another one on. It's um, not my fault. Y'all suck. There it is, and that's what come we're on, here man. to talk about, guys. I know they don't suck. Like, They're pretty good, actually. They're they didn't good. get to the show. You know what? They're gonna suck on Sunday, and and that's the point, right? And and they're not going to be their normal Philly selves. I want Philly fans to understand that you, you're not going to be your normal Philly. Like, the, the way you were beating teams, cool. Best record in the NFL. Won't take away anything from it. It's going to be a little bit different. And that's why I have John. And that's why I have Moe's here. Because they're going to break this down. They're going to talk about how we're going to defeat Philly. Now, before we get to that segment of the show, let's get to some of the latest in the news. 49ers had a couple of guys uh, due to injuries uh, that are that are injured. I, I don't know what you might want to call it, but let's talk about it. Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, CMC, all playmakers uh, dealing with some injuries, ankle, groin, calf contusion. Uh, John, you take Debo. Moe, you take Mitchell. I'll finish it off with CMC. Yeah, I'll say this about Debo. Uh, this is a 100% precautionary measure. And even though he didn't even practice on Wednesday, he was still out there dancing around, goofballing, running routes, doing all that stuff yesterday. Same thing. And remember, this is the same Debo that finished the game with a quote-unquote sore ankle. Uh, Kyle Shanahan likes to do these things where he keeps – You know, if you remember CMC, he kept him on the injury report for six weeks straight, never missed a snap. Like – this is Kyle being Kyle. He likes to try to mess with the opposing team. Debo's 100% fine. All right. Uh, Mose, thoughts on Mitchell? Uh, not the, not his best health-wise of a season. Can't really figure out ways to stay healthy. Are you concerned about his groin? That sound weird. That sounded mad weird. <laughs> concerned oh. about another man's groin? Hey, man. We, we go in deep. We go in deep <laughs> on the Wayne Reason show. You, you definitely set me up for the fail on that one. <laughs> Um, I, I, but I will say I, I'm not concerned. And I think for me, um, this is more cause for Kyle to find balance in the running game, to utilize both CMC and Elijah Mitchell, and maybe even to throw Philly off because we haven't seen it so far in this playoff. Give me a little bit of Jordan Mason. You know, the, the, this Eagles defense is not good at stopping the run. Uh, in the same fashion that we were able to beat Dallas, they particularly aren't as strong up the middle. Um, they have some, you know, guys up up in age. They're still strong. They're still veterans, uh, but they don't have the same power and explosiveness that that they, that they used to have. Uh, so I'm not concerned about it. Mitchell's not a lot of, you know, doesn't do a lot of cutting. Um, so I'm I'm not really too concerned uh, about another man's groin right now. I, I didn't know how to say. I should have said about the injury. So I'm just. <laughs> Um, half contusion. Uh, listen, it's CMC. It's it's nothing serious, in my opinion. 
I still think he's going to be that dynamic player that you need to see out there uh, to piggyback off what John said about Kyle Shanahan. This is just precautionary. And this kid's going to come out there and, and be the difference maker. I think CMC is going to be a difference maker. Speaking of that, don't forget to vote in the poll section of the show, which player will be the X factor uh, offensively for the 49ers. All right. Which player will be the X factor? I gave you four players. I uh, would love to know your thoughts on that. Uh, other guys uh, that were limited in practice. Look like the whole damn team was limited in practice as this thing scrolls on down by <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo will not play. Okay, guys. So Jimmy will not play. The backup quarterback will be Josh Johnson, right? If anything was to happen. Let's talk about Charles Aminahue, uh, who has an oblique injury. I don't want to talk about the situation outside of that. Let's talk about this oblique because we've dealt with obliques on this team for some reason. I just got left the gym working on my obliques, and they don't feel right right now. Uh, any concerns about Charles Aminahue and his factor in this game? Because it looks like he's going to be playing. Yeah, limited, but remember, he came back in the game. You remember, he left in the second quarter. They walked him to the locker room, might have got an injection or something, whatever. Came back and played. So, and Shanahan said, if Omenihue's healthy, he will be playing this week. And then he finished it with, it is not the time to kick him off the team now until we get more information. So, do with that what you will. But I fully expect to see 94 out there. Not the biggest fan of it, but... Um, I'm I'm big on protect the team. That that's the thing. That's that that's kind of where I come from as an ex coach. Protect the team. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I expect him to play because he's got to be healthy. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I think I was talking about that earlier. I think uh, Uncle Scott, who's right here in the chat, uh, he called in uh, the show the other day and said that he felt like Charles and he would play. And for me, I was like, I I don't really, I don't think it's best for the team. Like from a from a different standpoint like it's like they're i don't know it's not that they're allowing the behavior they are doing their due diligence and letting the due process of the law yeah. handle itself but it's kind of like they're giving him a pass and i thought they were done with giving players passes so now that they're going back on that it has me a little bit confused so either the situation isn't as detrimental as we thought it was it could have been something simple like this right <laughs> And I be making up shit, so don't be mad at me. So it could have been something simple like, baby, I got to go to practice. No, baby, don't leave. Boom, get out of my way. Like, he hit her with the chest or something, and she fell down. I don't know what it was. I'm just thinking it was something stupid because she has no bruises and things like that. We don't know about that, the, the, the seriousness of the report. But she wasn't injured. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, John, on that. Mose question mark, because there's a player that was limited that ain't practicing like 55 weeks, and he's my guy. Ambry Thomas, who's probably going to suit up, which means somebody's going to be inactive. Um, does Ambry Thomas play this week? And if so, where are you going to see him mostly? Special teams or? It, it better be special teams. I don't want to see him on the field. I mean, it's either him like or the, or the Jackrabbit, right? And so, like, I don't think the Jackrabbits play really good football for the 49ers, but he's here. Somebody's going to be an active from the DBs. Who do you think is going to be? Could be Ambry. It, it could be Ambry because he hasn't really done anything in a while. It could be Jack Rabbit just because he's older and all he's really been providing us is, is special team snaps as well. Mm. Um, so they could be, you know, trying to throw something different in the mix here. But I don't know. It, it as, as long as it's just special teams, but even with some of the mishaps that we had against Dallas on special teams – I, I don't what? I don't know if I would want to see Ambry out there. I don't think he's in football shape right now. 
I agree with that. I agree with that. Let's talk about that. Why do we keep seeing that, John? Why is there always gain to the 40? Like, who's who's missing? Like, I I think, you know, one, you've got Samuel Womack as your first everything across the corners, whether it's slot or outside. I think Samuel Womack would be the first one in. Then I think it would be Jackrabbit because of the experience and because he's been healthy. Uh, whether that's right or wrong, then I think it would be Ambry Thomas third. Uh, we've seen him with his slow starts out of training camp, back-to-back years. We've seen him you know, struggle just trying to get into football shape. I like Ambry. I really do. But I don't like him off of a transition, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. But I, I think long-term, I would prefer Ambry over Jackrabbit, but probably not in this one-week window. If you ask me Super Bowl, I would take Ambry over Jackrabbit. This week, coming off the injury and him not practicing mm-hmm. fully for back-to-back weeks, that's why I would say Jackrabbit. But that's just me. And I, I kind of agree with that. So I'm looking at him to be that inactive guy. Trust me, somebody's going to be inactive. I'm not being biased on Michigan players. I know that's what's going on out there. It's not what it is. I, I don't know. The kid ended the season last year, and I'm sorry I still have a ray of hope for the kid. Like, I just something in the kid. Uh, unfortunately, he just couldn't get right health-wise this year. Like, same thing with Eliza Mitchell. He just couldn't get right health-wise. Their second year's health, which weren't healthy seasons. And let's hope that they're building their bodies to be durable for the remaining of their tenure of the contracts here. All right, just a quick, quick brush. We'll talk about some of these Eagles injuries. Uh, they rested, like, all their starters, like uh, Bradbury, A.J. Brown, Fletcher Cox, Landon Dickerson, Brandon Graham. Like, the whole 22 players from offense to defense, got a nice rest day yesterday. Do you think that's going to cause them uh, – what do you think that's going to do for the team, allowing them to rest? Does that help them? Does that benefit them? Or Well, they be- played really good coming off the bye, uh, right? So, like, they come off the bye week, they blow out the Giants, which isn't saying much. They played them the week before. Um, I think at this point, especially with, like, a lot of the Eagles, the Eagles have five starters that are still on the team from their Super Bowl run back in the 2017 season. Okay. So you look at guys like Fletcher Cox, Lane Je- uh, Lane Johnson, Mylotta, like, they're long in the tooth. Not Mylotta, but Jason Kelsey, those guys. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, Kyle basically did a similar thing um, the week before where you had a lot of your studs just get a day off. Um, oh, what's up? Look at this. What's up, Jacqueline? I know. New member to the channel. Actually, she's a returning member, so YouTube got that stuff right where she's been here for two months. Uh, she's on the Shanahan special, so congratulations to Jacqueline. Thank you so much for being here. And I wanted to start the show off. She had the first contribution of the show, so she gets the ball born. She says, Super Bowl, here we come, period, with six exclamation points. It, can you put six exclamation points after the word period does that i mean well you can't because we're getting our sixth ring there it is see she she ahead of us man. and listen jack jacqueline knox has been right for 12 every week weeks. every week since she started the stream so she started joining the stream <laughs> she's been right every week so she she can put as many exclamation points wherever whenever she wants She's the best, man. She's awesome. She always bringing positivity, man. I love, I agree it. I love with it so much. And that's what we need, right? That's what we need. Because let's keep it a buck. We're about to get down into this game. It's going to be tough. You can see some of these players. If you had to pick one player from this list to, to take away, just one. You can only pick one. Uh, John, you go first. Mose, you go second. Who are you trying to take away off this list? So 
According to your poll, you got CMC, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk. Is that what you're referencing? That's what we're referencing. So, like, if one player, from an Eagles standpoint, if I had to take away one player, it would be CMC. Okay. That's who, if I was the Eagles, that's who I would be trying to take away. But the problem is, CMC is so good versus linebackers, and they don't have good coverage linebackers. Correct. So, if you're going to take away, excuse me, if you want to take away the run, which they've struggled with, that just means CMC is going to be great on his option routes in the flat, the screens. You're kind of missing it. Which so, they also struggle with, John. Exactly. So, again, back to this thing. The Eagles would highlight CMC. I don't think they're going to be able to. I think the one player that they might – I don't know, man. I don't think you can really take away any of these guys. Debo would make the most sense just because you got James Bradbury, who's a good tackler, that could follow him. But then you put Debo in the backfield. This is the enigma – that is the 49ers because you can't you don't get the choice. It's not up to you. It's up to Kyle Shanahan. Can I can I ask you this question, Mose? Um, John mentioned putting Debo into the backfield. You're starting to see a bunch of teams try to emulate what Kyle Shanahan kind of like created. And I'm not saying he originated this. We've seen this years to come, but Kyle has the right players to do these things. Um, do you see this continuing to be a trend in the NFL uh, going forward? You see how some players got drafted this year. What's the kid? Traylon Burks, I believe, in, in Tennessee. Didn't pan they were, out. They were, call, they were calling him Debo 2.0. And he didn't even play. He was injured all season. But I'm just right. curious to know, do you think there's going to be more co- collegiate players coming out? And if you have your eye on anybody, let me know. Because your boy will be covering the Senior Bowl next week. I will be out in Mobile, Alabama covering the senior bowl so that's going to be pretty fun but most what do you think you think this is a trend of course i think what kyle shanahan is doing with his offense um not particularly from just a a schematic standpoint just what he wants in his players he wants versatility he wants tight ends that can not only catch the ball and run good routes but can also block in the running game he wants wide receivers that can can catch can get yards after the catch and guys that are like Debo who can line up in the backfield or like Brandon Ayuk who can take a jet sweep. He wants guys like CMC who can be a traditional running back and then also be a non-traditional running back. You, they've, We've seen a CMC line up in the slot, line up out wide. We've seen them line up in tight next to the, the tackle. So when you have this many weapons that are so versatile, it, it, it's endless to what you can do. So a team can see what you do on film. They can have a, a baseline of what your foundation is, but you can always throw them a curveball of something different because you can put your guys in so many different situations and positions that they haven't seen on film yet. And I think that's what we're going to get a lot of uh, on Sunday. There are going to be some wrinkles we ain't seen. That's just the way it's going to be. Yes. That's just the way it's going to be. I agree with that. Let, let me just address this. I'm infatuated. Y'all know what that means? My southern <laughs> accents. Uh, accents, period. Patois, French, like just accents. The English, the, the, the Australian accent is even sexy. Right. I'm infatuated by accents. I'm not making fun of it. I just try to, to imitate it the best way that I can. You know, I'm just be, I'll be working on my acting. That's I can is. say this. Growing up in Texas, you know, I, I was raised in a trailer park in Dallas, right? I would go to Georgia to spend time with my dad outside of Atlanta. And as soon as I showed up, everybody, this is what it would sound like to me. Wow, you have such a crazy Southern accent. 
That's what they would say to me. And I'm like, girl, you live on a farm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't get to talk to me about being in the South. No, no, no. There's different. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alabama's a whole thing. Whole it's, thing it's, funny. so I, I, I think I know what Alabamians sound like. So yeah. in my head, whatever comes out. I love it, man. I yeah. love it. But I'm not making fun of them. Just telling it like it is. I don't want people to be like, I am. All right. I am. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get down to the nitty gritty. You ready? What do the 49ers have to do to defeat the Eagles? I have something I want us to listen to uh, before you guys speak. Uh, I don't really listen to Acho. I, I don't really listen to him that much. But lately he's been getting a lot of better, and I've been liking some of his breakdowns. Let's check out his breakdown. I want to know what you think. He said these are the three ways he feels the 49ers can beat the Eagles. After hours of film study, I realized there are three ways to beat the Eagles defense if you're lucky. Attack age, angles, and athleticism. Triple A, age, angles, and athleticism. Do you want to try Darius Slate? Nah, Pro Bowl cornerback. You want to try Bradbury? Nah, Pro Bowl cornerback. But who is that? Undrafted rookie, Reed Blankenship. Let's see if we can attack him. Age and angles, rookie. Age, angle, post-safety. That's Christian Watson on a crossing route. What kind of angle are you going to take? Angles beat speed, unless you take a bad angle. That's a bad angle by the safety. He should have been out wider. Next thing you know, Watson taking that to the house. But Niners fans, y'all used to this. That's Debo Samuel. This is Pro Bowl safety Quandre Diggs. Same kind of predicament. What angle are you going to take? You're going to go inside of Ayuk out here blocking? You're going to go outside. Debo Samuel, regardless of which way Pro Bowl safety goes, he's going to make him wrong. Attack age, attack angles. But lastly, what did I tell you? Attack athleticism. Once again, that's the undrafted rookie, Reed Blankenship. He's done a great job for the Eagles this year, but you have to try to find a weakness on a defense that basically has no weaknesses. Attach, attack his athleticism. Okay, you're in a stack formation. Remember that? That'll be important here in about 30 seconds. He's in a stack formation. Eagles are good to run a five-man pressure on third and four or less. They're good to run a five-man pressure. Okay, that means he's in man-to-man. He's in man-to-man. We got to attack that athleticism. Okay, Niners, stack. Once again, it's third and three versus the Dallas Cowboys. Last week, we all saw it. George Kittle, that's against the safety. That might be Reed Blankenship. Attack the athleticism. Attack the athleticism. George Kittle, attack the athleticism. I got to attack the age. I got to attack the angles. And I got to attack the athleticism. I have to attack that again. The Eagles defense basically has no weaknesses. It is the job of Kyle Shanahan to scout and see if you can find any weaknesses on a defense that is near perfect. That's how I see it. Age, angles, and athleticism. Attack that. Ready, break. Age, angles, athleticism. This probably was his best. He could win a Pulitzer Prize from this alone. Like, I really felt like he broke down the film in, in a John Chapman way. Age, angles, athleticism. John, take it away. Well, I'm I, one. I'm a Longhorn. Okay, so is Acho. I can't like stand that dude. I hate that dude. <laughs> I, I don't like him at all. I can't stand him. He's annoying as hell. But he, that was nice. It was nice. I, I'm not a big alliteration guy, uh, but hey, it worked for him. And he's not wrong. There are. He said, you know, one of the things that I probably had the biggest question mark about. He's like, there's no weaknesses on this defense. But his whole video was about weaknesses, weaknesses. on the defense. But whatever, like, no, I think Reed Blankenship, I think that you go after Kaiser White, their linebacker, that's the one that I circle. My number one matchup this game is 
Kaiser White. We saw Shanahan do it to the Seattle Seahawks not once but twice but three times where number 57, the linebacker, I don't even want to say his name just because it's embarrassing, Kyle Shanahan just abused that dude in the run game, passing game, all that. I think that's what's going to happen this game. So Reed Blankenship, um, I even think Epps, the other safety, and then you're going to throw in Kaiser White. Those are the three guys I'd go after. I liked it. Mose, what was your take on this, uh, his take? Um, I, 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 again, I think he, he did a good job, uh, you know, pointing those things out. Um, I think for us being able to take advantage of that is, you know, one giving Brock Purdy time, but then him making the right read. So, you know, when he showed that clip of us in the stack and George Kittle taking advantage of that athleticism aspect where he made Wilson fall to the ground, um, if, if Brock holds on that for a, a, a another second longer, you know, he's able to hit Kittle for a, a much bigger game. Now, he was able to hit McCaffrey. That was a little bit contested. McCaffrey made the catch. We got the first down. Uh, so, you know, I'm not piling on him or saying that, like, you know, he didn't do a good job. Uh, but uh, in this game against a better defense and an offense that I believe is it, is going to produce at a higher clip than the Cowboys did, um, you're going to have to to make the right read, not just make an uh, an OK read. You have to make the right read. Um, so it, it's great to take advantage of those three A's. But giving Brock Purdy time and him making the right decision is going to be the ultimate key uh, to exploit those mismatches. Let's talk about the time, right? Because, and Mose, I'm going to let you go first on this one. You said you got to give Brock Purdy time. The Eagles have one of the most ferocious defensive fronts uh, in the NFL, if not the most ferocious one. We just finished playing a ferocious one, and it looked like Brock just didn't have a lot of time. Uh, therefore, he couldn't really get into a rhythm to kind of, like, get going uh, until, like, you know, the game started to slow down. Offense, they start. Kyle started doing some different things with his offense, right? He started running the ball. Ha, Kyle, that works, right? Uh, he never went away from that. Uh, what are some ways that they can do to give Brock that time? And if Brock doesn't get that time, Mose, like what can Brock do to keep this offense fluid? Because you want to keep their defense on the field for a long period of time. Uh, I think for me, it, it's simple. Finding ways to run the ball effectively. And also for Kyle, getting to running up the middle, earlier i feel like too often in the dallas game he kept trying to force that outside zone he kept trying to force getting our running backs to the edge and it just wasn't working against a team whose biggest strength on defense are their edge guys uh finally in the third quarter you know he decided to run the ball up the middle that's when we got our touchdown so maybe getting to that a little bit earlier utilizing the screen game a lot more and i'm not talking about just tunnel screens i'm talking about dropping back acting like you're going deep and then dumping it and getting everybody involved. I want to see maybe a juice screen. I want to see a Kittle screen. I want to see an Ayuk, a Debo, a CMC screen. Every one of these guys should try to catch a screen. We got to find a way to, to neutralize this pass rush by slowing them down, making them think for a second. Um, and then at, beyond those two things, it's really Kyle setting up the offense early enough to get the ball out of Brock Purdy's hands very, very quickly. We're good on slants. We're good on those, those short in routes. We're good on the out routes now because Brock can't throw the ball outside the numbers. So those would be my three keys, running the ball up the middle, utilize the screen game, and try to get the ball out of Brock's hands quick. I like that. Nick, what's I, going on, baby? Before I'd hire you, Moses. I know. Wait, You're going to be my OC. 
I, I love it. Uh, I'm at, I'll be the ball boy at work. What's <laughs> up the way to say, what's up, my brothers? What's going on, Nick, man? We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in and chiming in. Uh, we got one. I wanted to get to this next contribution by Uncle Scott. Told you he was here. <clears throat> Says, what's up, fellas? Watch out for Kittle and CMC. They will be key on offense. Great show, Wayne. Let's effing go. Thank you guys so much for the Super Chat contributions. Um, John, I would love to know your thoughts on that, um, the, the, the question that I asked most. Man, I, I think you're, you're correct if you look at the Philly defense, what's their strength, the defensive line. However, whenever you break down defenses, there's front seven and there's secondary. That is the bifurcation. If you're splitting the defense into two, it's front seven, which we leave out a lot of times, and that's where the weakness comes in. Because, yeah, the Eagles' defensive line is great. Their linebackers leave a lot wanting. By far the biggest weakness on their roster. And even TJ Edwards, who's had a pretty solid year and stepped up and played way beyond uh, what everybody thought he was going to, he's still not. That's the difference between the 49ers defense. What's the strength of the 49ers defense? The entire front seven. Because you got the D-line, but you also have the best linebacking core in the NFL. And so that's where things get tilted a little bit. Now, one of the things that I want to see early on that we didn't see in the Cowboys games, first downs. Mm -hmm. That is a big reason why the offense couldn't get going because Kyle Shanahan is a rhythmic play caller. The fact that, look, you can only call so many runs if you're going three and out. You got to get those sustained drives, which we saw in the second half. You get a couple of those drives in the first half. Then you start to wear down this Philly D line, which is deep. But again, it's a front seven not a front four or a front five, probably in their case, we'll be seeing a five man front. Like we always do. So first downs are key early for the 49ers offense. Uh, and I agree. I wanted to add though, one of their weaknesses, one of, we, you know, apparently there's no weaknesses on Philly's defense, but they do have a weakness and that's uh, the outside. So like, and that's to me speed. And, and the reason why we struggled most on them outside zone runs is because of the speed of just the way that those Dallas Cowboys edges were playing. You know, you a lot of times Michael Parsons was lined up as the Sam and he was just all over the field. And so trying to get to the edge, he was there. He was there before the edge was even set. They don't have the same speed. And so I'm with you. I want to run up the middle. Uh, but I also want them to not steer away from their game plan because outside zone is where it's at. I think we can get to the outside on this Phillies Eagles, that linebacking core. Once you get to the outside, because they're going to over pursue. They're trying to get to Brock. That's that's what they do. They do. And I would let them let them let them try. And then let's counter them with all the amazing things you said. They're not even gadgets. Right. Quick slants. What do we watch Brock do? I think I tweeted. at I forgot what game it was. I said Brock's slant game is on point. <laughs> like, it was just ridiculous. That's what Brandon I, and that's why, John, yesterday I said that watch Brandon Ayuk have the game of his life because he's the slant king. He's the slant king. He doesn't have to run outpost routes 30 yards down the field. No, 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 no. He just beats his guy right off the line. Boom, catches the ball, 10, 12 yards a pop. And that is what's going to keep your first downs going. See how we just tying everything together? That's what's going to keep your first downs going. That's going to allow them to run the ball up the middle and to the outside. And that's what's going to make those 12-play drives for touchdowns happen. And that rhythmic, uh, these are the homes of the rhythm nation. That's going to make Kyle Shanahan be on his rhythm. Janet? Was that Janet? That was Janet, if you're nasty. Yeah. Five, four, three, two. Yeah. That's Yes. Yes. Lake City said, fellas, did y'all see the interview where Juice said the players told Kyle they just want to run straight at these dudes? And then at the half, 
this is for last week's. They switched it up. I didn't see the interview. So I believe when, when Lake says it, um, I believe it 100%. Some other th- ways that the 49ers defensively, let's talk about defensively. We talk about offensively what they got to do to win the game. Defensively, let's talk about it. Uh, let's start with John. Defensively, how do they neutralize that offense? Yeah, I, I think one of the things that's kind of key is we got to focus on the mobile quarterback, which that has always been kind of an issue in the Sela versus, you know, um, D'Amico. That wide nine creates gaps. And so you have to run a gap defense. And I think one of the ways that you stop or at least limit, I don't think you can stop Jalen Hurts from running, but you limit his gains by running a lot of zone coverage with your linebackers. That is what's important there. Because as long as you've got Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw with their eyes on the quarterback as they're getting into their zone drops, you should be able to limit the explosive plays. He's going to run. We understand that's, that's just a facet of his game, and that's okay. But you got to limit the explosives. That's what I care the most about. So I'm circling linebackers on both sides. This is my matchup of the game. Sorry, I know I'm jumping ahead. But Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw versus TJ Edwards and Kaiser White, that's the difference in the game and probably the biggest advantage for the 49ers. That's going to be a great position battle uh, going forward. Most defensively, uh, John talked about containment. Anything else uh, you see defensively that they must do to win this game? Um. Whichever wide receiver you want to eliminate, make sure you eliminate them. <clears throat> because here's the thing. We've played two games so far, and we played other games throughout this season where one receiver has had a decent game. DK Metcalf went off in the wild card round. We still won by more than two scores or or by two scores. Uh, CD Lamb went off in this game. Dallas only scored 12 points. So if you let A.J. go off for nine catches an hour, many yards, that's fine. Our defense can still withstand that. You can't allow Devontae Smith to also have nine catches for 100 plus. If both of those receivers combined have 20, 18 to 20 plus catches and over 200 yards and both of them have a score, it's going to be a really, really long day. Mm -hmm. We can withstand one guy. We cannot, I don't know how we'll be able to, or it'll be very difficult to withstand two. So whether you decide to eliminate AJ or whether you decide to eliminate Devontae, whichever one you decide to Miko, pick one, eliminate him, and force Jalen Hurts to go to the other guy because we can withstand that. We saw that against Seattle. DK went off, Tyler Lockett did nothing. CD went off, no other wide receiver for Dallas did anything. So we can eliminate one, find that guy, make sure you eliminate him, force Jalen Hurts to be one-dimensional one dimensional, and go to one side of the field, keep him uh, contained in the, in the pocket with those rush lanes like John Chapman talked about, and I think we have a really good chance. Ooh, I got some questions for you too. All right, Mose, for you first, right? You talked about you, got, you can only let one go off, right? I, I would say that the best wide receiving core that the 49ers faced all season was the Miami Dolphins. I would agree. How did that pan out? Tyreek went off. Jalen did not. So Neither I don't did think, Mike Gesicki. I and I don't and, and and I and and with that being said, I'm not saying AJ Brown and Devontae is it's a different monster because of the quarterback. I feel like Tua was good up into that game. 
hear me out. This is my logic. He was good up until that game. Tua can also run. Tua can also do these things. But unfortunately, he was he got taken out. All right. Jalen Hurts better than Tua, John? Yeah. Um, from a more dynamic standpoint, yes. From an arm strength standpoint, yes. Okay. From an accuracy standpoint, I would say no. Um, really? His completion percentage, 52% his rookie year, 61% last year, 66 this year. Um, so from an act, but they throw the ball deep a lot more. They do. Um, they, they do. throw the ball. He's that's what he's best at. He's better at deep passing than he is even running the ball. Those are the two things that bring his game, uh, deep passing and running the ball. That that's why it, it works for them. And AJ Brown's just a freak. That dude. So, that dude, so dude. my, my, my thing is 49ers, uh, don't get beat deep. A lot of cover three. I expect a lot of cover three this week. Plenty, plenty of cover three. A lot of people might not understand cover three, John. Cliff Notes version, John, please explain cover three. The backside of the defense. The way the 49ers do it, you drop both your corners deep so they nobody gets behind them, and then you got Hufunga or you've got um, Gibson in the middle. Mm -hmm. So cover three, you literally divide the field Zone. into thirds, mm -hmm. and you don't let anybody behind you in those three. That's why teams can always throw those comeback short routes and those short out routes mm -hmm. because we're dropping deep. We're putting a shell or a cover over the top of the defense so you don't get beat deep. That's the concept. And here's why that works for the 49ers. I mean, literally, you get into the red zone, you get into that area, you get onto that goal line. It's really hard to score on the 49ers unless you got a mobile quarterback, which kind of changes the game. And so, like, they're not looking to give up the deep plays down the field. So they're giving up the 10 yards, the first downs, the whatever. Notice how many fourth down stops we have on that goal line this year. Like, it's been crazy, right? And it's because... At some point, the team is going to not be able to get the ball, you know, on those same type of routes. So it's just the way that the 49ers play defense. They've been playing a lot of cover three. I'm with John. I expect to see that uh, a ton. Like I said, don't get beat deep. Don't get beat deep. Also, here's some fundamental stuff that I feel like they have to do to win the game, right? They have to wrap and tackle. And don't do dumb shit. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I, I'm I'm talking about Jalen Hurts is going to run. I don't know if he's going to slide, but I'm sure he's going to slide late. That's the dumb shit. So it's like, hey, man, if he slides, just tap him, tap, tap him on the finger. Tap him on the helmet. No, don't even touch his helmet. Just tap him. Make sure he's down. I don't even think you got to tap him if he slides feet first, right? It's automatic down. Just let him, just let him be down. Like, just, just don't, don't hit him. Don't dive at him. Don't lunge at him. Don't get 15 yards added to a 15-yard run is what I'm trying to say because that's the dumb stuff, and that's how the 49ers will eventually hurt themselves. Interesting stat, though. They also win this game if they win the turnover battle. 15-0 and 0 when the 49ers tie or win the turnover battle. That is the most ridiculous stat I've ever heard in my entire life. When they call in, when you guys leave, I'm going to have them call in. The question for them is going to be simple. Would you rather have sex or turnovers? So it's going to be really good because I want to see what the people have to say. Because the 49ers are second. They finished the league second in turnovers, uh, creating turnovers. Excuse me. I want to make sure I clarify that. And then on top of that, on top of that, they finished the league first in interceptions. What is your take on that, that question? Like, I'm saying this, one of the biggest reasons why Brock Purdy has been so amazing is the limitation in turnovers. 
you know, everybody wants talks about Jalen Hurts being, you know, a Super Bowl or I'm sorry, MVP caliber quarterback. And they're right. But a big reason why is because he's limited interceptions. Well, since Brock stepped in their last seven starts, Brock has fewer turnovers than Jalen does. Like that's the difference is it, you can look to the game last week. You didn't even throw a touchdown pass, but you still won by a full, you know, seven points because you don't do mistakes. I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Last time we played the Eagles, I was wearing my Jimmy G Jersey, but the interceptions were always just like head scratchers and you knew it was coming with Brock. You don't feel that way. Did I so say I, six? It sounded like you said sex. You said yeah, sex, we, but uh, you, so oh, you're just, talking about other people's. I was groins, like, what is going on in sex? the chat right now? You throwing it in there, man. I, I'm trying to figure out like what is going on. I it's know I said, said sex. Well, he heard. You got a. You talking about that southern uh, accent? I'm just saying, man. I, it's, it's in me, man. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> See, messing mess around with them Alabama folks. Now you can't oh, even say man, sex. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if John answered the damn question because I stopped listening to him once I saw sex. I didn't know yep. what was going on. Um, Mose, sex turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Yeah, you want to know turnovers. why? I, asked I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I, I, of course, I want to get to sex, but a, a sack still means although there is loss of yardage that the team still has – the other opposing team still has the football. Turnovers mean our offense has an extra opportunity at putting points on the board. And based on that stat, being 15-0, whether it's tied or we're winning, turnovers is, is the most important piece of this game because just like you said, Kyle Shanahan is a rhythmic play caller. I feel like all offensive minds are rhythmic play callers. They try to get into a rhythm. They're trying to find a flow. And turnovers don't allow them to find that flow. So we're not going to get a turnover every possession. We're not going to force a fumble or force an interception on every possession. But if we can force multiple turnovers to, one, change the momentum, two, quiet down that stadium, and three, give our offense an extra opportunity to possess the ball and put points on the board, that only bodes well for us. So I don't care if we don't have any sacks if we have two or three turnovers in this game. I like that. I, I, so so the preface to this question is this. And I know people, because when you call in, I want you to kind of have some context of where I'm going with this. So it's not even about the 49ers creating pressures or generating. I'm, I'm thinking of what the Eagles do. The Eagles are, they, they not 70 sacks, but the 49ers had 20 interceptions. And every time they win the turnover battle, they win a game. Now, I'm, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is going to go out there and throw interceptions or their players are going to fumble the ball. But this season, what to me, what makes D'Amico better than Salah is that, A, he's getting his players to create turnovers. And so is giving the 49ers more chances to do something with the ball. And so the turnovers, for me, would be the answer to that question. But Rod says pressures can get you turnovers. I'll take the turnovers. And I totally agree with that. But my thing is to eliminate, like John said, the turnovers offensively, eliminate the giveaways and make sure you take advantage of the opportunities of the takeaways, if that makes sense, right? Take advantage of the opportunities because they're going to get opportunities. Not every pass, according to John Chapman and from the accuracy report that we just listened to, is going to be accurate. Now, if you let him drop back and pressure in his face and get the ball out deep, just close your eyes because it's probably going to get caught. It, like depending on 
how we're playing that cover three, depending on where's the safety. Did he see the right read? Did he make the right read? Like, so we don't know. But I'd rather take our shot. I'd rather him take shots at that than him dice us up, literally. But if he's inaccurate dicing us up, 49ers should have zero problems on defense. And 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 why come, right? Why come? John, I know you got to go soon. So why come? Not one, maybe one. Stephen A. Smith, maybe, been the only one. Not one analyst, media, national media person is giving the 49ers defense their due diligence. I mean, they finished one. I, I I will interrupt. I, there is one, okay, and one who I respect, Bart Scott. Okay, Ooh. Bart Scott. All right, former Jet. Yeah, man. I'll say this: it's been it's been gross. Uh, it's been gross incompetence and just disgusting. On just like the 49ers beat the Cowboys. You turn on ESPN. I I was on a trip with the my old coaching buddies, and so we had the channel on ESPN all week when we were hanging out. They didn't mention the 49ers once in two days. Once in two days, it was all Dak, it was all Cowboys, it was all Mahomes, it was all whatever. And so, yeah, go ahead. For us, it's our third out of fourth, you know, three out of four years we've been in the NFC Championship. We've been here, but yeah, it's been absolutely. And I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of media doesn't actually watch football uh, just because they're on ESPN or whatever. Oh. A lot of them don't know what the hell they're talking about. And so, okay, it's. It, I'm thankful for people like you guys that. You know, obviously it's team-centric coverage, but now we have the opportunity to get this type of conversation on the books. When we were kids watching Sports Center, you had a minute and a half a split that you got to see anything about the 49ers during the season. Then you had to wait a full hour to watch that you same watch minute again. and a half again, right? <laughs> yeah, yep. Na, 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 na. Yep. Uh, it's so, like, I'm very thankful for the time period we're in where you don't have to watch those clowns that have no clue what the hell they're talking about and just putting narratives out there, not backed up by anything. Uh, I'm very thankful for things like this. And I do have to bounce. Yes. Uh, I, I want to say thank you, Moe's. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you. This awesome chat, as always. I love doing this. And Niners going to get that dub this week, man. Real quick before you leave, do you have a score prediction? My score prediction, man, I haven't nailed it down. I got three of them as I do all my research. Uh, I've got three different score predictions on there, but I'm going to stick with this one. I'm going to go 24-20. That's what I think the score is going to be, Niners win. Uh, I got it close, 24-20. I like that. I like that. Guys, make sure you save that. Uh, make sure you subscribe to John's channel, 49ers Rush, all right, podcast right here on YouTube and everywhere else, man. John, we love you. We appreciate you, man. We'll see you around. Take care, guys. Well. Appreciate it. Peace, man. Enjoy your weekend. All right, Mose. Uh, I'm going to be opening up the phone lines within the next five minutes or so. I want to get people on here. I want to hear what they got to say. Um, John gave us a, a nice position battle. He he focused on the linebackers, right? Focused on the linebackers. He also gave us his key matchup a little bit earlier as well. I need to get Moses position battles and then his key matchup. Give me one position battle uh, other than the linebackers. So he John went linebackers. Here I'm gonna go safeties. Ooh. Because we have two sets of safeties where yes, one is a pro bowler, but at least us as 49er fans, we know sometimes the deficiencies in Talanoa Hufunga's game. And I think the safeties are going to be particularly important. Uh, you know, you played the clip from Acho talking about Reed Blankenship. Um, and and Chapman mentioned uh Marcus Epps. Uh, so those are two guys who are 
not big time guys. It's not like, you know, we're going up against Ed Reed and Troy Palomalu and we have to be very, very afraid. So um, there are weaknesses and advantages that we can take. Uh, there are things we can take advantage of against those two guys. Uh, but there are some weaknesses that the Eagles can take advantage of against Talanoa Hufunga and T. Git. So, mm. you know, they they have the speed. Both both Git and Hufunga are nowhere near as fast as Devontae Smith. And I don't think either of them are as strong as or fast as A.J. Brown. Let's just keep it a buck. So the Eagles have good wide receivers. So my position battle is going to be those safeties. The Eagles safeties versus our safeties. Who steps up and makes a big play and which safety group makes the least amount of mistakes? So they got Charner Johnson, right? Um, and, ah, I forgot about I forgot about Charlie, right, so, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Cha- so, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Uh, he he's also, I mean, so you could put him in there too. He might one of the start. things. One of the things that I know about him, though, while he's a very good safety and he's good at turning the ball over, he's one of the you know the top interceptors this year. He's he's one of those. Um, he likes to jump plays. He likes to jump passes. That's that. Um, that's so that's you can. You that, can take uh, advantage of mm, his aggressiveness. Aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think, yes, this Philadelphia Eagles team is a really, really good team. But I think some of the players that we talk about, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, we still have tape on him from when he was with the Saints. Saints. We were we remember that 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 back and forth battle against this uh the Saints, you know, uh, in 2019 on our way to the Super Bowl. I can't remember. I don't know if if uh CJ Gardner Johnson was the one who got the penalty on uh Kittle at the end of the game with that that big catch on fourth down that put us he had like four people on him bro so I yeah yeah but I but I I think if if the penalty wasn't on uh Chauncey he was one of those four people that was in that area uh so we have film on him uh Hassan Reddick has had a really really good season we have a lot of film on Hassan Reddick going back to Arizona so we can pull up that Arizona film or pull up our notes from when he was in Arizona about his weaknesses. And then we can compare that to film. This year. Has he improved on those weaknesses or do we still see some of those weaknesses in his game that we're still able to exploit? Uh, but yeah, I, I think the position battle for me goes to the safeties, uh, which guys make the big plays um, and which safety group makes the least amount of mistakes. I like that. I'm going to go to the offensive side and give you my position battles. I think the position battles is going to come with the running backs. Uh, and I like Miles Sanders. I like Kenneth Gainwell. I think he's their X factor to believe, believe it or not. I think he's their CMC. He's their version of CMC. He's not as big as CMC. I think he's quicker than CMC. Uh, he's a little bit, might be a little bit more agile than CMC, but that's the guy's going to come out the backfield and catch the passes. And if Jalen hurts, you know, they're going to look to get him activated. I mean, he had a great game against the giants. Uh, Miles Sanders is going to be looking to carry that workload. Uh, I think the 49ers are great at stopping that main running back. Uh, but then when you get hit with like a little guy, like a littler guy that can be a little bit more shifty, it kind of reminds me of a uh, uh, Darren Sproles, but not as strong. Darren Sproles is the strongest little man I've ever seen in my life. Right. But he's shifty like that. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, I remember him coming out of college. Did he go to Memphis, Memphis or Kentucky? He went to one of them schools. Can't remember. Um, him coming out, and I was like, we should draft him because he's a great pass catching back. But at the time, we had uh, what's the the tired legs guy? I can't remember his name. Plays for the Chiefs. 
He had Jimmy, oh McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon. <laughs> and he was he had tired legs. And so uh, we didn't end up uh drafting this guy. But um he's been a problem for them. So that to me, the running backs as a whole. Now, as a committee, I feel like the Niners win that, right? They win it as a committee, but you won't see them all. So you got you got you got uh CMC, you got Mitchell, and then who will be that third guy? Who would be that third guy? Would it be Mason? It has to be. I, I, it has I, to be because of because like like John said, because of this front seven. We know the defensive line is good, but you got to look at that front set because that's who that is in the box. Down, man. That's the, it. It has it, to be Mason with power. If they're gonna come at you with power, bro, give it to him back. I don't care. I don't care how many yards he gets. No, I don't care about his yards per carry. Exactly. I just I want him to be that force that is wearing them down. Fletcher Cox, he's on on the backside of his career. Linval Joseph, backside, backside of his, of his career. career. They're all Sue, backside of his career. And their linebackers, while they've played well, you can exploit them. And if you and if you, they are they are not Fred Warner. We're, we're right. not talking about going up against a, a, a Fred Warner or a Roquan Smith or a Patrick Queen or a Devin White or a Micah Parsons. If you can wear those guys down and they get tired early fourth, I mean, early third, mid third quarter, then all of that stuff that they was doing all season don't mean nothing when they huffing and puffing on the sideline. So, so it has to be Mason, and I don't care how many yards he gets. I don't care about his yards per carry. I want them to when they tackle somebody, they they at the end of a play, somebody on that defense feels it, and that begins to build up, build up, build up, and then Kyle can really open it up with everything that he's trying to do. Love it, man. Spencer, uh, I'll see. I think that's how you say the name. Thanks, Spencer, for this. He says Gardner Johnson was the first initial tackle. Kittle broke, and then he came back after Kittle was being held by the face mask and jumped uh, at his yes. neck to get him down to the ground. Appreciate uh, you, Spencer. I, I I feel like George Kittle is going to abuse whoever they throw at him. Uh, I like what Acho said about getting him on that read. They're going to probably, if in my opinion, they're going to put the bigger safety on him because George which Kittle, would be is big, which would be Reed Blankenship, undrafted rookie. He's benefiting from a great defense. I think you exploit it. I, I, I think that's what you exploit. Look for the Eagles to exploit Hafunga opposed to taking advantage mm-hmm. of the veteran safety mm-hmm. and Gibson. So I love your safety position battle. Uh, really quickly, give me a key matchup, and then we'll open up the uh, we'll get people on. Hmm. I, 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 for me, it it goes back to those wide receivers. Hmm. Who's on AJ? Who's on Devontae? So Mooney Ward and are and are our guys traveling? Do you want Mooney traveling? Because he just he hasn't looked himself lately. He hasn't had he didn't play as bad in Dallas as he did in the Seattle game. Right. Uh and it's he was traveling in Seattle. He was following DK, wasn't he? So I don't think you move him, right? I think you leave him on his side and you take your bumps and bruises because if if Lenore is playing as great football as he's ever played in his life, he's playing really good football, right? He could possibly have another game with an interception, which would be three games in a row. Right. Let him play his side. Right. My issue is 
they're gonna put AJ Brown in the slot. And now he's gonna be on Jimmy Ward, and then I'm it, not worried. I'm not worried about that. Not worried. Jimmy Ward the, with his with his his veteranship, and Jimmy Ward is a dog. He don't care who it is. Not not worried about that matchup. But now you got Speed and Quez Watkins now probably lined up on the outside. Are you worried about him getting in front of Mm-mm. Mooney Ward? See that because not, 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 not if we're playing a lot of that cover three that John was talking about. Which means because now, which means your safeties now got to make sure they're in position. They, they got to make sure that they're in the right. Every okay. everybody has to be on their assignment. Mm-hmm. Do your job, read your keys, and be where you're supposed to be. Um, and if, and if if that's the case, and there are no miscommunications on the back end, I think I think we'll be fine. I think yeah, I agree with that too. I think you keep Mooney on his side, you keep Demo on his side, and then that way, when you want to come out of that cover three. When you want to disguise that cover three and go to cover three man, or when you just want to go strict man coverage across the board, you're not giving them any tips. You're not you're not following. You're not sending Mooney on whatever side agent. Keep everybody on their side. You run your cover three, run cover two, run cover four, run cover six. But whatever you want to run, it could run cover nine, which is cover three concepts, mm-hmm. which gives you oh. That's what I'm just keep them on their sides. I like and, this, and, and just and just give them something different that they haven't seen from this defense. As long as you're comfortable with them running it, as long as you are comfortable with the communication and everybody knowing where they need to be. Now, this isn't a, a, a free for all to just try something brand new that you've never run or that you've only gone over this week. But but give them something that you know you're comfortable with that is outside of what you normally do. And I think you can only do that by keeping both of those guys on their side. And whoever lines up across from them, they got to lock in. That's it. They got to lock in. Uh, Team Cali says, Mooney won two out of three matchups against DK. I'll take that. I It, I, it was more. It was more than that. Uh, it, he had more targets. No, I think he's talking about game. So Mooney got him game one. Mooney got him game two. DK got the wild card. Oh, he's talking about the okay. I get what you're saying. Okay, I got you. I got you. I thought you meant that day because he still only gave up that one big play. I believe. Yeah, the one big one. Yeah, yeah. And then so it's like he gave up one big play, uh, and then gave up yard, but then he made another. Then then he made a play, like he tipped a pass. So yeah, so and I, I, I'm I'm trying to be careful with that too because. I mean, as a fan, you don't ever want to see another team get a big play on your on your defense because that big play could lead to points. But we've seen where our defense can give up a big play or two, mm-hmm. and it really not affect the outcome yeah. of the game. Yeah. DK got a big play in 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 their game. CD had the big play, had one big play in the the Cowboys game. And it really wasn't effective. So I'm, I'm trying to temper my own expectations because, of course, I want my defense to go and, and pitch a shutout and, and shut them down completely. But I know that there may be an instance where, you know, we give up a big player too. As long as we are limiting those big plays and limiting the short and intermediate plays, you know, there may be something that we give up or they may they may just – we may not give it up. They just made a better play than what we were able to defend. Uh, but we've shown that – that that bend but don't break mentality is is still well ingrained in this defense and in the mind of our players and our coaches. So you know, giving up you know a big play here or there, you know, 
it, it, it really, you know, doesn't mean much as long as we're playing, you know, solid defense the rest of the way. I like that, bro. I like that. We're going to uh, bring you guys on the show real quick. John, is it Diets or Deets? I'm I think sure probably Deets. Uh, he says, not all Eagles fans are trash. Get real. Had a couple of exclamation points. Feel like he kind of. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. I mean, I only know two. I don't, that ain't trash, but. I, I know and one. one. And one of them is my grandmother, so. Right. So so when I say <laughs> Eagle fans are trash, it's, it's, it's you understood. It's general. Like in general, it's not everybody. Because I do know some Eagle fans that are family. They cool, mm-hmm. right? And then I, one of my best friends, an Eagle fan, he cool. I mean, first thing Eagles. he did was talk trash after we beat Dallas. But before that, he was telling me what we needed to do to Dallas. So I get it. But I'm talking about the ones that I met at that stadium. The stadium fans are different than the fans that sit at home. The fans that you know what I'm saying for me, from my experience, it's some experiences, right? And that's uh, that's because you're getting a larger population of them. Facts. So anytime you get around a larger population, they of feel people, more comfortable. You going you going you going to get different types of people. They feel more comfortable. You know and then I mean? when you get those different types of people who are more comfortable, and now they got a little bit of liquor in their system. Mm. When the Remy's in the system, <laughs> ain't no telling. Uh-huh. We're not going to say that word on air. All no, right, guys. The link is in the chats. You got me, me myself, and Mo's here. And so Mo's has to jump off. We're going to do this for about another 20 minutes. So 20 minutes. Everybody, you'll get two minutes to talk. Get your talk on. We want your hot take on what the 49ers need to do to win this game. Because that's what it's going to come down to. What do the 49ers need to do to win this game? Click on the link inside the chat. I'll post it a couple of times. We're going to go right as the order as they come in. All right. We're going to go right in the order as they come in. Let's get this show started. We got the Bishop Teradome first. Same hat, man. I like I like your taste, bro. You know we got it like that, right? I see. I, I, he came in all smooth. He came on his Billy D today. He was Billy D Williams. <laughs> see, this is how you started off, Wayne Breezy. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good to see everyone. Been hearing a lot. Uh, the Eagles, they fast. They got wonderful wide receivers. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting my accent right, so you won't make fun of me, Breezy. <laughs> Jalen Hurts runs a 3940. Uh, all these defensive linemen are Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White. They are infallible. They're unbeatable. No, no. They're insurmountable. Let me tell y'all one thing. This is the San Francisco 49ers. We do this, and this is a way of life. This is championship week. I've been down since 81, when a lot of you won't even born. I am coming up to Philly. My gangster persona will be on. My gangster name will be Frisco Red, and I come three o'clock, have my money ready. I don't want to play with any of you little eagles with your fly eagle fly uh, 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 theme song, and that daggone coach of yours all on the videos. 
all on camera. Damn, sure. All on the radio. Come to San Francisco if you want to be a star. We face Cooper Cup twice a year. We face DeAndre Hopkins twice a year. We face DK Metcalf twice a year. And I'm here to tell you, you ain't them. Brock Purdy is the best quarterback there has ever been in a rookie year. I said it. He's the best in the NFC. I wouldn't trade anybody for him. I want my offensive line to bring yo nasty. I got a nickname for y'all. Y'all can be the killer bees. You got Burford, Brindle, Banks, and a whole other bunch of bees that's there. I need you to put yourselves together, brunt skill too, and come out and hit these punks in the mouth. I am tired of hemming and hawing. I have had it. I don't want to hear nothing about no Philly fly, Eagles fly. We used to play a, a team called LC Bird when I was back in Richmond, Virginia. Shout out. We said, what's the word? Kill Bird. How it sound? Tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> it ain't going to be close. I'm coming for what's mine. Frisco Red be up there Sunday, y'all. Have his money ready. Hey. Have his money ready. That's what I'm talking about. Professor Red said my office hours are from nine, nine to five. To five. Nine to five. This championship football, we were there last year. And if I had a, 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 a safety that didn't uh, come to the game when oven mitts and a quarterback who wouldn't who throw the ball and, 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 and close his eyes. I'd have my chip by now. I'm tired of it. I want my chip. Y'all are getting in the way of what I'm feeling. See you Sunday. Three o'clock. Have my money. It is. Tara Dome. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Love you. Yo, but you see, but did you see how smooth it was? He just did though. It, it was smooth. No, it how no at the end. Yo, yeah. How he threw in the Philly, the Jilly from Philly. The Jilly, I got getting it. Getting in the way of what I'm fit. Really? What? They didn't catch that. Nah. They didn't catch the Jilly from Philly, Reverend. They didn't catch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't catch yeah, it. I know all about Philly, man. Got family up there. Love y'all. My daughter love the Eagles. My, my, my stepson love the Eagles. And that's real cute. Y'all got y'all one championship. Bill Belichick probably gave it to you because he didn't start the kid, uh, Malcolm Butler. And, and that's cool. That made Tom Brady mad, too. That's all right. You got your little chip. Hey, uh, it's time to get this now. I'm coming up there, 3 o'clock. Frisco Red and his crew. We ain't playing around. It's gangster time. It's gangsters time. You are not the defense we are. You simply are not. Y'all inflated your stats. I, I, I went back and looked. You had nine sacks against the Redskins mm -hmm. and, and seven against New Orleans and, and all this stuff. And now y'all this sack change, this sack exchange. You, you, oh yeah, they really get after people. Oh, they fast and they just, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. You out there posing. But we're going to be taking some real pictures. The posers are going to go ahead and go down. 
we here to get what's real. You are just simply in the way and you getting in the way of what I'm feeling. Joe Scott. It is. Tara Dome, I love you. I appreciate you. Let me get these other family members on here, brother. We'll see you God Sunday, bless. bro. Peace out, man. Yo, he he yeah, that that that's it. Dion, let's go. Don't don't hang your head low. Bring you it. You know, you know who you that's yo, I keep telling y'all, don't have me follow Terrace. That it's first come, first click. You you gotta oh. be fast. Okay. So Shout out Terry Dome for that 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 beautiful sermon that he just preached for us. But you know, I, I took a little bit from it, so it was it was actually very inspiring. Terry Dome is very inspiring. So, you know, we're gonna touch on some things here real quick. Um, let me uh, hold on, Dia. Hold on. What, what y'all got? <laughs> oh Lord, these motherfuckers in the chat don't let me off the hook for nothing. I give y'all my blood, sweat, tears on this. Shit. I said, I said, sex, and somehow they heard sex. I don't know, bro. And for some reason, uh, they won't let it go. He trying to mm. say the Eagles are promiscuous. Mm. <laughs> mm. Go ahead, D. Go ahead. You got it, bro. Oh Lord. Okay, this is oh, always a good laugh goodness. in the morning. So, as I was saying. Teradone came in with, you know, with, with the gangster persona. So, you know, gangsters have relations to other people of different hustler mentalities, so to speak. Mm-hmm. One of those types of people is a pimp. So we all know what that stands for, right? Don't stand for put it in my pocket. Okay. So this is the situation. What I'm going to need is Mooney Ward and the Amador of North walk up and treat A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith like some you-know-what's on the streets that ain't been getting that money. You've been coming up short, and I'm tired of it, okay? You know, I try to cut you a little slack. You know, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to make you feel bad. But what I want you to understand is you got to have my money. I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Okay. So you got to have my money. You need to, ha- I need it right now. I need it today. I don't need it last night. Yes, I need it in this moment. So you got to go on that field, Mooney and Demo, and you got to backhand both of these cats. Backhand them to sleep. And you know what you do? See, we're going to go ahead and take it into comedy. Now, if y'all remember, there was a movie where there was an assistant pimp called How Hot. So what we're going to do is, if Mooney and Demo can't get the job done, then I'm going to get a baby powder to Gip and Huff. We're going to go ahead and get right up in there. Just bring it up. We're going to throw it in the air like LeBron come down and smack you right in the face. Here's the problem. Eagles fans have been... See? That is. I don't know what you heard about me. uh, Right? But I done told you. But I'm a mother... P-I-M-P. Exactly. And what kills me, these Eagles fans have been very disrespectful. See, we as Niner fans have tried to be calm, but all all on Twitter, any spaces, anywhere you go, Eagles fans are talking as if we are trash, as if we are nothing. Have they not seen the beauty that we have put on the field for NFL fans, all, you know, from all teams? 
Have, have they not seen what we did with the third string guy who wasn't even expected to see the field? Have they forgotten about CMC, Jordan Mason, Elijah Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Trick? Need I go on? You must have forgot. So in this game, what we are going to do is backhand you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to backhand you, you know. And uh, what's going to happen is, see, we're going to treat the win like a, like, like a lady that's trying to choose. And we got to look at the Eagles and tell them, hey, man, you know the game. Yo, chose me. Mm. Now we can handle this like real men and we can get it to some gangster-ish. You tell me what you want to do. But we are going to Philly to smack them right in the mouth, to give them the meanest backhand they have ever seen. I want your face red. I want your eyes swollen up. I want you to cry. I want you to go home and go into a ball in a shell and eat ice cream and watch Lifetime movies after this game is over for all the disrespect that's been coming out of your mouths. And when you are sitting at home, just like your counterparts in the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, oh, we will be there to laugh at you. I will play Stephen A. Smith laughing at the Cowboys just purposely so I can laugh at the Eagles. But let me explain this to you. It's very simple. We are coming. And we are coming with the meanest backhand you ever seen. All your little slick comments, all your slick talk, we're going to make your team pay for it since you want to run your mouth. And I got my dogs. Jared Dome going to be there. Breezy going to be there. Mo's you going? I'm going to be there. Mo's going to be there. I'm telling you right now, that's literally a fullback slash running back in Breezy. We got a defensive lineman slash offensive lineman in Mo's. And Tara don't come in there like a linebacker like Fred Warner or Drake Greenlaw. So, uh, fans, if you're out there and you're running your mouth, oh, don't come to Eagle Stadium. We walking right into your house. Say something. Say something. We about it. I, hey, look, I'm going to carry a smaller version of this baby powder in my pocket. in my Because mm-hmm. I'm going to slap a motherfucker. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, and you can ask Peachy. I almost killed somebody at that stadium last year. No, because they disrespectful. They are. The fans there. This is not. Let me tell you what happened. You remember when, uh, which defensive player got hurt on our team? I don't remember. Was it DJ Jones? Kevin Givens. It was one of them. One of them got hurt. And they were laughing and and cheering. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the fuck is wrong so then the fans above me says we're not all like that yeah that was the only thing that calmed me down because i already had went off and so like because that the fans at the top was like yo just don't mind him we're not all like that and i was like that's crazy that was crazy i never seen that and then in the chat i'm seeing somebody said that they booed michael Irvin when he got injured like they did something about my the fan base there I'm just going to say it's different. I don't know why. Maybe because they lost for so many years. It's got to be what it is. Yeah, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this before I get out of here because I know you got other people that got to come on. Here's the thing. When we beat Philly, you know what you can do? You can tell them, you got so close, but you didn't get it. Oh, dang, the Phillies went to the World Series. They lost too. Sucks to be a Philly fan right now, doesn't it? Oh, and the Flyers? We don't even know that they exist. What? What are we talking about here? Somebody help me out. So believe me, man, we going in there to get this dub. You know what I'm saying? I have full faith in the squad. I have full faith in uh, our guys. Um, I like what Tara Dome said, but I, I, I dubbed our three interior linemen the triple Bs, Banks, Burford, and Brindle. So 
we will get that. We'll get this win, man. Go ahead, get everybody else on. I just figured I'd, you know, throw a little flavor in there, you know, right behind Terra Dome. I hate following the guy up, but he inspires me to give you, you know, content like that. Thank y'all so much. Nothing but love. A, be safe out there. Um, Breezy, you know the deal, man. Let me know when you get there, bro. For sure, bro. Appreciate you, man. You too, most. Appreciate you, bro. Peace, D. Eddie G and the Bulldogs is coming up here next. Eddie G and the Bulldogs in the building. What's going on, baby? Oh, man. Man, Terradon got me fired up. Dion followed him up. Good Lord. Good Lord. Hey, I'm ready for this game, bro. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting antsy just waiting. I'm getting antsy. Oh wait, here. Let me get that. Let me get that. Hang on. Hey, there we go. Yes, sir. Flag. <laughs> yes, sir. Got you, fam. I appreciate you. Anytime, hey, bro. Hey, bro. This uh all I keep hearing about is the Eagles. That's it. That's it. That's all I've heard. I have a co-worker who's a Falcons fan, very longtime Falcons fan. Uh he said, you know, I haven't heard anything about the Niners. I just keep hearing about the Eagles. I said, you know what? I'm okay with that. Let them talk. Let them keep talking about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Let them keep talking. So uh, when this dub happens, then they're gonna, then what are they going to talk about? What's the excuse then? Like you guys have said, what's the excuse? Oh, Rock Freddy yeah. keeps checking things off. You know what? What's the excuse? That's it. They'll find ways to tell why, how the Eagles lost. Yes, sir. They will. They, they did will. that this week when the Niners beat the Cowboys. They was like, oh, because Dak shot two interceptions. Oh, how about the defense made him shoot two interceptions? How about that? So, like, they'll, exactly. they'll figure out that'll be their excuse. You know how natural exactly. it is. Yes, sir. It's uh, it, it's just, man, I'm, I'm, I love the fire out of our fans. I love, I mean, Terradome couldn't start it out better. That, that, that fire has got to be there. We need it. We need it. And – I'd lie to you if I said I wasn't nervous, but you know what? This is championship football. We're supposed to have them butterflies. It's, that's that's the beauty of it. You can't win it if you don't play. So, you know what? I'm so happy for this team. I'm ready to 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 get this win, man. This is this is we need this. I'm I'm with Terradon. I want my chip. I haven't. I have yet to watch as a grown football fan my team win one. I've mm-hmm. had to watch them lose two. And I need, I want, I want that win. I was a kid. I was a kid with my dad watching it um, when they beat the Chargers. And I, I wasn't quite getting that football IQ yet. So I'm, I'm ready, man. And uh, man, we need this dub. And like they said, Philly fans are different all around period. You know, I grew up a wrestling fan and they're different with that too. I mean, they're crazy. So be safe. I know you will, but this is just me. You, you'll be, you be, you guys be safe out there. You, yeah, don't, don't take them jerseys off when we get this dub. What are people talking about? You crazy? We ain't taking no jerseys off. We're gonna, we get, I like how you said that. We're gonna wear another one. Put another one on. Go ahead. No, I will. I bring two anyway. I don't like looking dirty. So if I get something on a jersey, that's just me. That's just who I am. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a great game, man. And and I think the 49ers do what they do, and I'm gonna be there. And every time you ask me to do something for you, I make sure it gets done. So we're gonna be and you, yeah, you know what on. I'm gonna say. You already you know, I got let me say it because we've been saying it every time, You're right? Bring bring back that dub for us, baby. You're right, you're right. We got there you. There it bro. is. Oh, yeah. And answer and to answer your question, turnovers. Sacks are great, 
turnovers. Bring the turnovers. Make this guy who doesn't turn over the ball, turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. That's that's way more important. You take away the ball from him, less chances for him to do something. And I hope Kyle runs that ball down their throats. Mm-hmm. Don't that's keep him on the sideline. Don't even give him a shot. This is this is I think people are going to be surprised. And I'm I'm glad they're keep talking, bumping up the Eagles and oh Jalen Hurts and all this. They're a great team, no doubt. Great team. They're the number one seed for a reason. But yeah. <laughs> oh. but yeah, yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. And I hope uh I think we're gonna be just fine. And I hope you guys have a great time, man, and represent our team well. I know you will. Eddie G, man. Appreciate Eddie G you in the place to be. Appreciate you, bro. All right. Love you guys. Love you too, bro. You too. Peace. Guys that are backstage hanging there, we're getting to you. I promise. They're, they're going. I'm going to get Kenny on. Kenny, you ready? Uh, do you want to be on camera? Uh, there, there it is. See, there you I, go. Yes, that, the, Ken, Kenny, Kenny is here. I haven't seen Kenny in a month. Where you been, bro? Yeah, man, I've been hiding out, man. I've been hiding out. And laying low. You, <laughs> What's going on with y'all? Nothing, man. We just we here. All excited for this game. We here. We now, back in the championship man. game, bro. Like, man, like, I need us to get this W. You know what I'm saying? How we going to get it, Kenny? That's why you here. How we going to get it? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to we, we gotta play. We got to been doing what we've been doing all year long. Stick to what we know. Force, force them into some turnovers. Take that ball away. We got 34 turnover takeaways for a reason. You know what I'm saying? 34, man. That's a lot of takeaways, man. You know? I tried I to tell them. We finished. Hey, look, before you... We finished number two in takeovers. You know who number one was? Who was number one? Dallas. And what we do to them? Dallas. Oh, they didn't do. Look. I'm just I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking. Look. Look. What look. we do to Dallas? We, we got us two takeaways. We, we was plus two. And, plus and the two. only reason why they got a takeaway is because Ray Ray fumbled. Oh, my bad. Plus one. Yeah, the special teams. You know? I, he should have fought, fed caught that anyway, but right. That's what I'm that's saying. Like, that's if he got a mistake, that yeah. game not close, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The takeaways, man. You get us. We we need the extra possessions, extra possessions for a high power offense like that, like this. We got to keep them dudes on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think. Ah. Uh, I I I want to see how Kyle gonna call this game because I want to see how how Brock Purdy gonna handle this this NFC Championship game. You know, I think we need to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? I want. I kind of want like between Debo or George Kittle, get them out in some space and let them be a tone setter. Let them Philly defenders know. Look, this is going to be a tough outing for y'all. Y'all going to have to deal with this for 60 minutes. That that tough physical football, man, smart football. You feel me? Get these extra possessions. You know what I'm saying? Keep their offense on the sideline. You know, get as many possessions as we can. You know what I'm saying? Look, all we got to do is just look at, take a, take a note from... The commanders, man. Run that ball, man. Control that clock. Keep them dudes. Keep them dudes on the sideline. Cause you know, I believe we one of the most patient teams out here. Oh my God. And so you sorry. know, 
once once the team get impatient, they start forcing things, and that's where them turnovers going to come into play. Kenny, I'm so slow, bro. I totally forgot about that game. I forgot about the commanders and the Philly game. Yeah, I forgot yeah, how well the commanders played. Like all of that's on film. I forgot, and that's, film, and that's when and that's when the Eagles were were, were riding high. No injuries. No injuries. Hurts was fine. Injuries on that. Was, was fine. Young. There was no chase. And no chase young. Yeah, man. I and Taylor like... Heineke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel like I, I like like the like the quick the quick game. I feel like we need to get that, even though they got a, a nice main rotation. I feel like we get them dudes flowing east to west. Get that ball out quick, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Make, make that yeah, make that DBs, make that DBs tackle. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's it. Once we do that, once we do that, get them dudes flowing side to side. We just ground, ground and pound them, man. I got you, man. I got you. Ground and pound. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna get my my little score prediction because I think it's gonna be close. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's gonna be a nice level. It's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna get my prediction. 2623 us. Ooh, that's I like it. I like that. So so far we got a we had a four point spread and then we got a nice little three point. I, I like this. I like what I'm hearing. 100 percent Like what I'm hearing. Kenny, I appreciate you, bro. Uh I'm gonna get everybody else on here. Uh I love it when you're here, bro. Uh be here more because you just been yeah. MIA. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been MIA, man. I like chopping it up with y'all, man. No, we miss you, bro. Like, real talk, man. Miss you. Like, just when you're here, everything is good. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, love you, man. Yeah, man. All good vibes, man. All good vibes, man. Very well said, bro. All right, man. Thanks for having me on, fellas, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate Appreciate you, bro. Get this dub. You're going to the the game, right? Yeah, we both will be there. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. Y'all have fun, man. I'm going to be chilling with y'all from my TV. Hey man, I can't hey. wait, man. It's and we'll be cheering, celebrating together. You know what right. I'm saying? Most definitely, right. most definitely. All right, thanks All right. for having me on, fellas. No problem. Peace. All right, peace. All right, guys, we, we're coming, Brett. I know you out working. What's going on, baby? What's going on, Breezy? What's up, Mose? Appreciate on, you, bro. bro, for jumping on, man. I know you had to pull the car over. I like that. Safe driving, safe doing everything out it's there, a, man. It, it, it's a truck, big truck. <laughs> big, that that looked like a big truck. I could feel it. Um, yeah. I, I want to get your take on this game. Uh, you, you, you know, give, I, I, I want to reiterate something Mose was point uh, pointing out. We need to test their physicality. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's going to be a big key. And you know, it's just you know, especially on offense, you know, using Debo and using Kittle and just be physical, lower that shoulder, look for the contact and see how their linebackers and their DBs are going to be able to hold up against it. You know, are are, are they going to be able to match our physicality with those two? You know, it's something that we haven't seen a lot of this year. And I think, I think we're well past due for it. I don't see no chains on Debo neck. I think he needs to go out there and start snatching chains and mm. take over games like he did last year. It's time. You know, put him in the backfield. You know, what they got on his 40. 
What do they got on his 40? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he got they got something. They got something. And they gonna go out there and snatch that chain. And that's what I think it's time for. I I, I like that. You know it's, that. It's time to get back to that to that bully mentality. And the 49ers have players like that. I mean, George Kittle, it's funny that you bring this up because I, I, I'm going to end the show with it. George Kittle's presser, they asked him about physicality. It was like, yeah, man, on paper, you know what I'm saying? They look good, right? You know, they got how many five first, first round draft picks? They, they look good on paper, but they're they going to have to test. They're going to have to see how we coming out. The 49ers will come out swinging. And physicality is yeah. key. Brett, that is key. Why? Because you get into the mental of the head of a player. If another man outstrengths you, that's your that's you're fucked up for the rest of the day. Like literally, you gotta figure out exactly how you to come back because you just let another man enforce their will on you. You know, and when Debo and Kittle drops them shoulders, you know, four or five times on somebody. The next time they get the ball in their hand, you're going to make a business decision on whether or not you want to go in there again. You're going to start thinking about it. You're going to start hesitating. And I I think that's going to be the biggest key on both sides of the ball is just being physical. To the gyms that Brett is dropping, he said, let me just reiterate this. He just said to y'all, after those guys lower their shoulder pads, you're going to have to make a business decision. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that term all season long. Do you know what that means? That means players are going to have to think about, oh, man, I, I need to last a few more years. Oh, I ain't getting paid yet. I don't have my contract yet. Yeah, I want to win this game, but I need the bag. All the 49er players got the bag. Think about That's it. That's right. We were crying. And how'd about they get that bag? But you get what I'm saying? They don't how'd have they get it? it? By making business decisions. <laughs> no. How'd by, they by, get by how Debo and Kittle get that bag? Enforcing, enforcing their, their will. will. Snatching chains. And, I, and, and it's time. We ain't <laughs> seen it. You know, last year Debo went off. We haven't seen that this year. And I think, and I have a feeling that. Kyle's got that in his pocket, and he's been waiting. Because what happened last year in the NFC Championship game in the second half? Debo mm-hmm. got what two, three touches. He changed it up, he did, bro. He, you know, they changed it up and took the ball out of Debo's hands. This year, I don't think Kyle's gonna make that same mistake. You know why, though? I think they go because now they just added another weapon. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to zone in on Debo and try to make him wear him down physically, well, guess what? Now you got to deal with Christian McCaffrey, who can catch, who can run, who could throw. And so, like, dang. Like, so Kyle's, like, X fact that piece, that the, the CMC piece was so important to this team. Uh, and, and, and you'll see why on Sunday. I promise you, Brett. I promise. Oh, absolutely. You know, and we got to get Mason in there, too, with his physicality. That's you know, one thing he kind of reminds me of is – he kind of reminds me of a Steven Jackson without the explosiveness. He don't quite have that explosiveness of Steven Jackson from the back in the day, but the way he runs that just that power that hit you in the mouth. That's what Mason kind of reminds me of. 
I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard that comparison. That's a really good that's big, one. That's that's big facts. That's that's, nice. a, big, that's a good one. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate it. Well, listen, Brett. I mean, if you if you finish, I, I'm going to get the other guys on here. I appreciate your takes, uh, man. You know, I appreciate you guys letting me jump on here with y'all. I love you guys, and love please you. safe travels, both getting there and getting back home to your families. Love you, you guys. Love you appreciate too, Brett. Appreciate you. All right, man. We got to get boats on here. We got wisdom all out the show. Uncle Scott, and if you're still watching the show and you lost the link, uh, let me know. We'll get you the link back because you were definitely patiently waiting. Uh, and you would have probably been next. Boats, give it to us raw. Pause. What's going on, Breezy? What's going on, Moe's? What's going on, NGN fam? Yo, what's good? So, uh, yeah, this, so this is going to be my thoughts on this game. I think the biggest matchup is going to be CMC versus the Eagles linebackers. And uh, and I think that because of the Eagles' defensive line, is Cal's going to try to wear them out in the first half. Twofold, actually. He's going to try to wear out that defensive line. He's also trying to get into the head of that rookie safety. So he's going to be running a lot of runs in the first half. Whether they work or not, whether they two and a half, three yards, Kyle's not going to care. He's going to stick to that. He's going to keep running to those outside zones. That's going to wear out those, those defensive linemen of the Eagles because, you know, they they good, they good. But, you know, they're all kind of up in age a little bit, like Bomber T said. Um, so you get them guys running, get them huffing and puffing in that first half. At the same time, that safety's getting in his head that the uh, Kyle's going to be keep running this run attack. So he's going to keep cheating up to the line of scrimmage. You know, he's going to forget about that back end coverage because he's going to just be convinced, okay, it's another running play, another running play. Come third, fourth quarter, Kyle's going to get in the bag with that 21 personnel formation, and he's going to give that safety looks, making him think, okay, I've seen this. I've seen this in the first quarter. I've seen this in the second quarter. I think he's going to hit him with that play action. And then that safety is going to get put in those high-low binds like they did to Huff earlier in the year when everybody was bagging on Huff. is because Huff was putting high-low binds. He got a guy underneath, he got a cover, and he got a guy streaking over the top. You got to choose. You can only cover one. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing we're going to do to that rookie safety. And Kyle knows it. He just has to give him those high-low binds. That's how you get a rookie safety off of his game. And at the same time, that defense alignment, that D-line ain't going to be rushing so hard in the third and fourth quarter if they've been huffing and puffing. And then you throw in Purdy's mobility to get out of the pocket and run. That's also going to wear them down and tire them out of Purdy scrambling and just doing what he's been doing. And, and the Philly's not going to be ready for that type of a game there because they're, they're used to being like the Tysons. Come out, swing hard, knock you out in the first round, and sit everybody and rest. What happens when they run into the holy field that frustrates them, that doesn't let them get that first-round knockout, second-round knockout, third-round knockout? What did Tyson do? Bit the man's ear off. That's how frustrated he was. I ain't never been that frustrated in life to bite a man's ear off. But we about to pull that on Philly. So Philly's going to be sitting there in the third and fourth quarter like Tyson. They're going to start cheating. They're going to start committing penalties. They're going to get frustrated. You're going to see A.J. Brown on the bench being like, throw me the ball more. I want it 101 times. I want it 102 times. And they ain't going to do that. And then at the same time, that defense is just going to be every quarter figuring out what they like to do. Those RPOs, we're going to be on that from the gate. From the jump, we're going to be on those RPOs. The biggest thing they're going to do to us is hurt off-schedule play capabilities. And that is deadly right there. And that's where that gap and lane discipline comes into. You know, people not getting over-aggressive. And I think if we run that formula, which Kyle will run, we can really take out these Eagles and shock the world. And, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with this, unless y'all got questions. Uh, don't trip about the media. The media only builds you up to tear you down. That's a fact. That's it. That's the only reason the media cares about any of these people is just so they can tear them down at the end. 
That's a fact. So when Hurts and the Eagles are riding high come Monday, what's the question going to be? What happened to the Eagles? They're not that good. Oh, we overestimated their ability. It's going to be all this hate because that's what the media does. Because they ain't invested in this game like we fans are investing in this game. They're just doing it for the ratings. So don't trip about the media. They only build you up to, to tear you down. So, you know, me, I ain't trying to be famous for that reason. <laughs> I like it, man. Very well said, Boats. Appreciate you, my brother. All right. Yep. You guys be safe. Uh, giving them Philly fans hell for us. You know it, baby. Peace. All right. Bye. All right. Look, I, 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 I see a Philly fan in here, and I do mm-hmm. want to address it. Uh, I'll save it for the end of the show. So, Derek Fox, I got your co- I got your comments. We're going to talk about that because you're saying some real good stuff. And it's good to have a Philly fan in here to give us a different perspective uh, on what they know about their team. I think that's really important. Let's get CJ Gray on here real quick. What's going on, baby? We're going to see you at the game. Man came out in the Hugh Hefner role. We, we, <laughs> we, we got the baby powder going on. We talking about sex. Sex. I think that's what I said. And he come out in the, in, in the, rock, the Niners room. All right, what's good, bro? bro? <laughs> At the beginning of the season, I said that Thanos was coming. I said it. At the very beginning of the season. We're getting close to snapping our fingers. We're getting close to it. The NFC Championship game is us claiming the last affinity stone. It's the last one. And now, and now in the Super Bowl, they're going the last the last bound Avengers are gonna try to stop us, but they should have aimed for the head. And we're gonna snap our fingers. And and that's gonna be all to that. Um to be honest, throughout earlier in the week, my confidence is shaky about how we're gonna win this game because the how complete the Eagles team is. But I'm sick of the media, I'm sick of their fans. It's like we shouldn't even play the game as 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 good as they've been proclaimed to be. We shouldn't even go out there. You and Mo's, me, Terradome, nobody should even go to Philly. Mm-hmm. Should just just say, "Hey, Philly won is a forfeit," and then send them to the Super Bowl, because that's the way that it's being portrayed about us. And and I'm sick of that. And I I hope the players in their locker room. I hope they're sick of it too. You win twelve straight games. And now you're talking about that like you some chumps at the championship game. That, just, that doesn't make that doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't make sense. Now, as far as what Philly does well, remember Trey Lance was our starting quarterback this season. Man, that defense had to go against RPOs and options and stuff like that through training camp, through the off all the offseason stuff. They've been they've been conditioned to be prepared to seeing these looks that Philadelphia is going to give us. Also, we have the commander's game. That's going to give us some insight. And then another thing that I heard earlier this week was Kyle Shanahan told his rookie quarterback that, hey, the Seattle's crowd is going to prepare you for the Philly crowd. That tells me, man, they have been planning to play Philadelphia probably for the last six or seven weeks. They've They've been taking some time to plan for what they're going to see. They have to be, if they're all, if they were discussing it, when we was putting on our hats and shirts for our division, they had to have been discussing this team for several weeks. I think everything that the 49ers have been doing organizationally has been building up to this moment. And I just think that this week is we're going to, hopefully we're going to go live and see history 
of a rookie quarterback making his first trip to the Super Bowl. Very well said, bro. Um, this will be the first time a rookie has won a champ NFC championship game, too. So, or or an AFC championship or game, NFC championship game, game yeah, period. It's never, yeah, it's right. never happened. So, it's never happened. Look, now, oh, go ahead. I, I, I just, I, I'm asking the NFL to let the teams play. That's it. I'll leave it at that. Okay, go ahead. And and the key to the and the key to the game is like as always is most weeks it's the trenches, but more so more so than anything else because that's the strength of the Philadelphia Eagles, their their defensive line and their offensive line. Those are their main strengths of their entire team. They, and their secondary is good though. Their secondary is no no joke. I, I they got two oh, all no. pros back there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, but they're but what they how they beat you is in trench warfare. That's how Correct. they beat you, and. And so we have to be able to take over the trenches. The defensive line's got to deliver their best game of the season. The offensive line has got to deliver their best game of the season. Kyle Shanahan's got to have he's got to have his he's got to have his tricks up his sleeve. He's got to have his play calling on on schedule so we can keep them have keep them off bay. And we also need to get a turnover in the first quarter. Turnover in the first quarter. So we can get so we can get a lead on them, so we can take them out of what they want to do. Their strength is that pat that pass rush and that secondary. We cannot be in drop down passing situations or it's gonna get ugly. Uh, we need to run the ball 35 times, keep keep the kid, keep the kid around 25 throws. I mean, it's a it's it's a repeating formula with this team because obviously this is the identity of the team and this is how we're most successful, but it's paramount in a game like this where the margins are so small. I agree with you. Listen, we're going to see you at the game. We'll be meeting up. Uh, hopefully I'll see you at the tailgate, uh, which is going to be going on. Um, I do have information about that. I, I'm I'm getting there at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. I'll be driving oh, getting... up from North Carolina. I'm okay. driving up from North Carolina like 3. You must well drive straight to the tailgate. Hold on. Because it starts at 8. It ends at 3. Go to your room. Get yourself together come right to the tailgate park there and then we walk on over to the stadium together but i'll get you the information all right just get that to me i'll I'll show up appreciate you brother all right man let's get my man chris smith on here chris you ready baby chris smith is in the building i wish i had the tree yeah hello (laughs) what's going on chris can you hear me loud and clear yeah, we got you. All right. What's up, y'all? I've been watching y'all show for a while now. I love the show. Love the Appreciate show. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, I'm about to get ready to go to work, but I'm glad y'all got me in before I left. So let's 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 start off with this. Yes, sir. I've never I thought I thought Dallas Cowboy fans were delusional. <laughs> These Eagle fans. So I think it's an NFC least thing. East. The Giants thought they was good. No. Cowboys, every year they think they're good. No. Now I see the Eagles. So we sit here and look at and we compare both teams. And we basically saying the teams are even. But the Eagle fans think they're going to blow us out. How? Mm. How? How? Mm. They got some advantages. We got some advantages. They ask us, who did we play? We ask them, who did they play? It's going back and forth. So how do you figure y'all going to blow it out? I think that's what I, I – see, I like this take. 
because that's what I'm getting too. You know, if I got the Eagle fan and said, oh, man, we're going to beat y'all. Score going to be 21 to, to 17. Now we got to have you a go. conversation. That, you thank know? you. I want to talk to that fan. But, That's but who I, I want to talk. Thirty-five to six this morning. What the? What kind of? What the? When the? When the last time the 49ers gave up thirty points? Kansas City. That's what I'm saying. But, but here, here go a better question. I'm, I'm listening to all these Eagle fans. I'm like, so when the last time, in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, has the number one defense got blown out like that? Let, I'll wait. Let me know. Let's go back. Let's go back to history. Let me know. I don't know. I, I, I watched the Super Bowl one year. Scores like twelve to nine. It was all field goals. <laughs> Y'all remember the Patriots and the Rams? Y'all said that yeah. was the most boring Super Bowl ever. It was the defenses of defenses. Now, 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 let's go. Now, let's go to the players. So, 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 who do you think is the best safety in the league? It ain't none. They don't got any All Pros. I'll leave it at that. I, 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 I I'll leave it there. None yeah, of this. Best safety in the league ain't on the Eagles. And they, I think I, I think I think it's Fitzpatrick. Yeah, okay. I, would, I was I would say Minka. But at the okay. end of the day, they don't have an All Pro safety. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. Listen, so it's Fitzpatrick, right? Okay. We got Hufunga. He's an All Pro, right? There you go. I was waiting for you to get, catch what is, I was is trying Hufunga to say. Is better than Fitzpatrick now? So, so all this Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders. When did y'all become better than Christian McCaffrey? Christian right. McCaffrey been the man since forever. Since he went right. to I, I get you. I don't understand. I, I don't understand the logic. So I, I want to beat the crap out of these guys. Mm. Like I want to beat the dog crap out of these guys. Mm-hmm. The disrespect. We've been in a we've been in the NFC championship four out of the last three years. We've been here. These boys are hungry. You think they about to come in and lay down to y'all? Y'all crazy, man. Keep thinking that. <laughs> Man, Fred Warner, and I told him, this is what I said. I told him, they talked all this Jalen Hurts. Y'all, y'all got to understand, the Niners got players that don't give a damn about a 15-yard penalty. I, I, I kind of That hit that. stick is coming. That hit stick is coming. Remember, remember I just hope it don't come at a bad time, but that mess is coming. Remember, uh, Chris, uh, week one, and, uh, Dre Greenlaw had like not one but two personal foul late hit calls or whatever, and we gave him the business. I mean, the fans wanted him out of the world, right? Like off the team, and then the Niners extended him the the gate right right the following week and gave him an extension, and they signed him for the next three years. And then in this particular (laughs) game, he got the same penalty. I don't think the Niners fans cared. (laughs) They didn't care. They were more mad yeah, they at understand. Uh, Yeah, they understand what Drake Greenlaw is now. They understand ah, what Drake Greenlaw is. Ah, that's what it is. Ah, see that that's that's a good point, man. Listen, good good point. Great, really good takes. Uh, I, I love what you had to say. Uh, I like how you're addressing the fans. I think you want to bring them. Uh, they're gonna Philly fans. Uh, you're going to enter the the real world. On, on Sunday. I, I feel like y'all been playing in La La Land lately. And, and then on Sunday, you're going to enter the real world because you're playing against the number one defense. Like, they, it's not like they were they just became number one. That's just been consistent. They've That's been teetering. 
I know. We won twelve. Win- we won twelve wins in a row in the NFL, and y'all just <laughs> dismissing that like it's nothing. What a rookie it's quarterback! Not- but I can't blame the fans. All I can't just blame the fans if that's what the media is pumping to them. If they don't watch the 49ers play, this might be the first game that they've watched the 49ers play all season this week coming up. And then they might have watched last year's game, which they lost. So they don't want to watch that again. Yeah. So, but so I watch, I, I don't watch the Eagles game and I don't come with all that nonsense they talking. You different, different. Because I know football. That's why. Some of I, them are just fan fans. Not all fans, but you're right. You're right. Yeah. I got to get my Scott on here, bro. But listen, Chris, I appreciate you, bro. Have a great day at work. Enjoy your tomorrow, because on Sunday, it is on, like Donkey Kong. Um, all right, yeah. I love y'all show. I'm going to leave with this. Y'all get ready for the number one pick versus the number seven pick in the draft. Number one versus number the last pick in the draft. Get ready for that. First round pick against the Niners, baby. I like that. All right, man. Appreciate you, Chris. All right, y'all have a good one. You too, brother. Peace. All right. We're going to end the show with my man, Uncle Scott. is coming up here, man. I know he's going to have some really good takes. It's going to be really real. Can't wait to hear what he has to say. Here we go. Scotty. What's up, nephew? Scott LaRock. What are you doing? Hey, man. I- hey, Mose. What's happening? What's going on, Uncle Scott? Uh, Y'all making all me right. more Hey, I'm talking check about. this out. Okay. First of all, let's just rewind and take a look at the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just this is the movie of the week scenario uh, on this narrative. Uh, unbelievable rookie, everything just perfect. But you, this is the magical uh, uh, season that we're having. And we are one of those magical teams that's going all the way. I really feel confident. I didn't feel confident last year because I'm not down in anybody, but we know, look, they're, they're, uh, everything was in place. We had the pieces except one to take us over the top. Now we do. Okay. I love everything, but this ain't the same team as last year. This ain't the same team. It is, but it's not. It's just the intensity, the way we're playing, the way we practice, the way we go out every week and handle our business. And I'm glad that the mistakes were made uh, before so we can correct what we need to correct. Mm. And I think Mm. that the Eagles and their fans (laughs) – I, I mean, really, outrageous fans. I, I, I just, I can't believe. It. But look what Brock Purdy's doing. Look what this kid is doing. He's, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. I've never seen it, and I've been there since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Before Montana, I've been a fan. I grew up in the Bay Area in the seventies, so uh, I've seen it all. And this kid is special. He's going to do some great things in this game. You're going to see. He's going to break open. Look, he's going to have Kittle. He's going to have CMC. He's going to have Debo. He's going to have Jennings. He's going to have Third and Jawan. I mean, just 
you you just can't ask for a better cast of characters. You just you can't. I mean, uh, name one other team that is loaded like that. Every skilled position. Tell me, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm telling you right now that this game here, everybody, the world and everybody, you and me and everybody are going to see history, are, is going to see history. And, and that's what I truly believe. But that's all that I got, guys. Uh, I, I want to thank you. Uh, Wayne, be safe, please. Mose, be safe, please. Uh, Will do. You know, uh, I, I, I have the utmost respect for you guys. And just, but most of all, be that fan that we're all and rock out yes, for sir. me because I, I, I can't be there. So you guys have safe travels. We got you, Uncle Scott. Thanks for jumping on, bro. For sure. All right. Bye-bye. Peace out, man. Very well said. Very well way to, great way to end that call segment. We got a couple of questions out there. Uh, that I was able to highlight. Uh, I do want to uh, bring up some of the things that uh, uh, Derek uh, Fox uh, has been talking <laughs> about. Um, he, I like him. I, Derek, I respect you, bro. This comment right here, man. Super homer. First of all, he's, he's in not enemy a, territory. But he's not a check down guy. I, Brock is not a check down guy. You must have been watching the wrong Brock Purdy, bro. Yeah. Like he, he can check it down. But he's not a checkdown guy. Go check the stats. Don't make me pull up the numbers in his, his quarterback chart. Everything's not a checkdown. The fact that we added Christian McCaffrey enhanced the checkdowns. Just mm -hmm. pay attention. All right, but nah, man. Uh, he's been he's been spitting some stuff. Uh, we're gonna get to the contributions. So answer these questions. So this is what he said. He was talking about the defense, and we have not talked about this because this is what makes the Philly defensive front strong. Rotation, right? And they do have fresh guys that are going to be coming in. Now, Brandon Graham was a non-motherfreaking factor last season. He did end up getting injured in that particular game, but he was a non-factor. I don't expect Brandon Graham to be a factor in this game either. Interior-wise, Jordan Davis. You talked about Linval Joseph, a little bit older. Dominican Sue is going to be a little bit – he's older as well. What are your thoughts about their rotation, Mose? Because he's bringing up their rotation on that front. I actually disagree with you. Okay. I think if there's one person that I wouldn't say I'm worried about or concerned about, but if there is one person that can make it's a Graham. difference, it's Brandon Graham. Mm -hmm. Because in that game against the Eagles, he was doing some – he was helping them get that pressure, and he made it a, a, a good defense. When Brandon Graham went down, all of that energy and all of that effort came out of that Eagles defense. So if there's anybody that I'm worried about, because more than likely they're going to have him on the side of right side, the right Mike side. McGlinchey. He'll be on the and right side. Brandon Graham is not a speed guy. We know McGlinchey, you know, has problems with those speed guys. But Brandon Graham has a lower center of gravity. And you know him being a Michigan guy. Like He has he, the bull rush. He's got the power, right? Yeah. So that's one thing about his game, that he can really affect – the edge and he could really have Mike McGlinchey playing on his heels. Um, so if there is anybody that I'm worried about, it is Brandon Graham just because of his veteran presence. But yeah, I mean, you talk about their defensive line. I would say at, at the beginning of the season, when, you know, I talked about the Eagles on my channel, 
I compared our defensive line to their defensive line. If, if you want to talk about the deep rotation of defensive line, I think there's only three really, really good and deep all defensive lines in this league. That's ours. That's Philly. And that's Buffalo. Yeah. Um, so uh, Philly does have a, a really, really good rotation. Um, but even though those guys are coming in and out and being rotated, they still can get winded. They still can get tired when, it, especially if the 49ers offense are sustaining eight, nine, 10, 12, 15 play drives and holding the ball and winning that time of possession. So uh, listen, it, it, it's no slight. We know that they're good. We know that they have multiple 10 plus sack guys on their team. Uh, but we also, you know, have the ability to, you know, wear them down and, and, and force them to, have to make those rotations because guys are getting tired. We can play an up-tempo brand of football to not allow some of those substitutions or allow them to sub as frequently as they would want to. So, you know, we have the ability to combat the strength of that defensive line. I like this. My brother Rohan says that Philly D-line is something special. Four players with 10-plus sacks is absurd. Riddick with 16. Hargrave, Graham, Sweat, 11. Uh, that's more than the 49ers, entire 49ers team. And they got that depth, right? And so they do have players. Sweat is the person that I'm more concerned about. You since you said Graham. And I know Graham. Like, I know him from years before he even became a Philadelphia Eagle. You know what I'm saying? He came into this league. He's oh, I knew he was going to be a problem. Right. I knew he was going to be a problem. And you're right, Mose. He was creating the pressures. The question is, the 49ers can control it and they can control it by chipping, not with George Kittle. You can see two tight ends. I'm telling you, the key to the 49ers offense won't be Kittle. It will be if Tyler Croft or Charlie Warner is out there. Right. And I need Tyler Croft to be active this week. Tyler Croft of provides another level of depth of what the Niners could do in the run game, run blocking game and Charlie Warner and the pass blocking game. So you're getting two more tight ends that can be out there that can chip. And so that still will allow George Kittle to be free. Now, do I want to put, I prefer a, a, a Tyler Croft chipping more than Charlie Warner, just because he's a vet and he gets it. He gets it vet on vet. So if they do line Graham up to the right side, which is what I would do, put Josh Sweat on the other side, a little faster guy, let him try to get around Trent Williams, right? That's what I would do. Put him on that side. Make sure you got a tight end right there, fullback. It's just chipping. It's just chipping. It's not like you got to block him, block him. You just got to get in his way so you can give your quarterback an extra second. Like, that's all it is. And so I thought I feel like the Niners offense will find a way to negate Brandon Graham, my concerns would be that the interior. My concerns are the interior guys. Uh, and if you want to know for me what separates the Philly, what makes them elite, well, all three teams you mentioned were elite, but I would still I would place the Niners third on that list. I would have Philly, Buffalo, and then the Niners. And if you ask me why, it's because of the interior pressure. Though though both teams can get pressure from the interior, our interior just can't get pressure on the quarterback. They're good at stopping the run. And that's why I said that DJ Jones not re-signing him, you're seeing the results. And unfortunately, um, Javon Kinlaw is just not the pressure type. He's a run-stuffing defensive tackle. It's different than DeForest Buckner. So there it is. Yo, uh, so so uh, my man D, I uh, appreciate you for, for your comments and putting it out there. He also said that 
um, from from a safety perspective, we won't see the rookie out there. So you won't see. Um, you're gonna see uh, Gardner and Epps. No, nah, I mean all all three of them played last. I mean, uh, the rookie that we're talking about, Blankenship, he had five Blankenship. tackles against the Giants. So mm-hmm. we're, you're you're gonna see some type of rotation of all of them. Some what the Eagles do that is very different. Um, sometimes you'll see uh, CJ, you know, at back at safety. Sometimes you'll see CJ in the Jimmy Ward role where he's in the nickel. Now, a lot of that may change because Avante Maddox is back. But if Avante Maddox is not 100 percent or reactivates injury, that's where you see uh, the the rotation of sometimes you'll see CJ, you know, uh, playing center field. Sometimes they'll be too high. Sometimes you'll see him. Sometimes you'll see him uh, uh, at, at, at in, in the box in the nickel. So uh, he is versatile in that way. Yeah. Um, and then he says, uh, to end all be all, he says mistakes will lose this game. And this is what we were talking Th- This is how great this game is going to be. And this mm-hmm. is why I think a lot of the score predictions, I uh, can't wait to hear what Mo's score prediction is. But when you hear you hear mine, you're going to see that they're a little bit closer to, to some of the predictions that we were predicting all season long. And it's going to come down to those mistakes. And we talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, JJ Cabell says, fellas, he has a question. Even though he he's hurt, do we lean on Ridgeway a little bit to help give the team info on the tendencies, et cetera, about that Eagles defensive front? Um, I think we can. I don't know how much he knows based off of, you know, how much, you know, their scheme has probably changed. I think with the addition of, you know, Hassan Reddick, you know, that makes their their defense a little bit different because now they can get pressure from both edges. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he knows, you know, a little bit. He knows the foundation. I don't know how much more he can give us than what we could get from film study. Um, but I'm sure we can ask him and then, you know, figure out, you know, what he knows to kind of lay the foundation and see what matches up on film and what doesn't match up. And ultimately, I believe that uh, D'Amico will have a, a good plan coming into this game. All right. Let's start this Super Chat segment. All right. Starting with Miss Jacqueline Knox. <laughs> She says the TD from Mason will end the game for us. She's saying Mason's going to go out with a late touchdown to end the game. What are your thoughts on this? That would be insane. It would. Be. That would be crazy. And, it, and if it does happen that way, that means we saw a little bit more of Mason earlier in the game. Correct. So, like, to, to do what we said, to wear this defense down, keep these big guys on that front seven on the field longer. Um, and then, you know, we get a, 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 a last second drive at the end of the game. And then, you know, we're in the red zone, hand the ball off to, T, uh, to, to Mason and he punches it in for the game winning score. So uh, if, if it happens, as, as Jacqueline is predicting, uh, obviously we get the win. But, you know, that means we, we were able to do a lot of things right, particularly in the running game. I like it. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> and if it's late in the game, you won't see T- you won't see Mason in the game. Like it's gonna be Christian McCaffrey. He may give it to Mitchell, but he's gonna trust McCaffrey to get that late touch, especially if it's like a goal line type. It depends. I don't even think it matters the situation. I think Mason will get in toward the end of the game, but if it's a if it's yo, I need a touchdown, he's gonna give it to his guy. I, we want it to be Mason, but I think you give it to the guy that you you trust, trust, trust. You know, not the rookie is what I'm trying to say. Uh, SC49er Cows is in the building. 
Thank you for the super chat contribution. He says he will be running for his life. This game will be over in my Geechee voice. All right. I'm not sure who he's referring to. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's not Jalen Hurts. I don't want Jalen Hurts to be running. Period. Uh, I, I want if he if he's running for his life, I just hope it's backwards, not forwards, not forwards, <laughs> and not sideways neither. <laughs> because that's setting you up to go forward. If it's backwards, cool. Um, but yeah, like both quarterbacks are gonna get pressured. The question is, what can they do under the pressure? But thank you so much for that contribution, Brad Brown. <laughs> Haven't used juice all year to slow down that D-line. We need to have Kittle and juice block and peel off and pass them the rock. That will slow them up most. I just said to you, before I saw this Super Chat contribution, that Tyler Croft needs to be in this game. He needs to be active. You talked about Brandon Graham. Yes, he's that dynamic. He's that dynamic. You gotta, you gotta get them on him. And I said you don't have to hold the block. It's a, it's a check and release. So it's just more like, hey man, chip him, peel off, be ready for the check down, be ready for a screen, be ready for something coming at you. What are your thoughts about Brad Brown's contribution? I, I think, I think that's a, a key to what we want to do, right? And I think if we can get some of those guys that they won't be looking for, we know they're going to be looking for the Debo's. We know they're going to be looking for the Kittles. We know they're going to be looking for the CMC's. If we can get a Croft, a Warner, a Dwelly, a Juszczyk, uh, uh, a Jawan Jennings, a Ray Ray McLeod, a Danny Gray on an end around or a jet sweep. If we can get some of these, you know, lesser known guys, just based on who we have on our roster, not in, ability or talent or anything like that but guys that they are not focusing on guys that they aren't game planning around if we can get some of those guys involved early and be successful with that then that throws a wrench into their plan now those linebackers and those safeties who we're talking about taking advantage of and getting mixed matches on now their eyes are everywhere so instead of them just being focused on cmc or just being focused on debo now they got to also find where Charlie, who's 89. I've never heard of this guy before in my life. They got to focus on where Tyler Croft is. Tyler Croft has how many catches this year? They have to focus on some of these other guys. And now their eyes are everywhere. They can't just focus in or hone in on one or two guys. They have to focus on everybody. And I think that is what can lead to mistakes on the defensive side of the ball for the Eagles. And that that's what makes Kyle Shanahan the genius, right? Because it's like you have to match up against us. It's not like we're trying to come out there and match up against y'all. Nah, our job is to trick y'all. And so mm -hmm. the 49ers have been running their offense very well as of lately. You can say that in the Dallas Cowboy game, it was a little bit off. But once they got back to the game plan, which was running the ball down their throats, it started to open up. You started to see those passes in the middle, the middle of the field open and those passing lanes open and Brock going on a long drive to make sure he secured the deal. Like I, I didn't know Kyle even trusted him like that. So this is the, the Kyle Shanahan, the, the Kyle Shanahan that we have now is so much more confident in calling plays. Especially when your coach comes out on a presser and says that, hell man, you know, at first, it, it, it was tough getting all those plays. And now he seems to have, he knows a lot of the plays now and he's able to, I'm like, dang. Kyle. So 
he's trusting Brock the more and more as we go. We got a couple more contributions. Not a Cali boy says, I want my chips and dip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the contribution. And we got a couple of more. Jacqueline is back. She says, I need a nitty gritty flag. No problem. I'll make sure you guys, I'll tell you how you guys could get one. Alberto Soto, you get the foghorn for the first time. I need to cop that flag. Tell you what, uh, hit me up. Uh, you could DM me on Twitter or Instagram. I'll tell you how you can order one. Uh, they're $45. That includes the shipping. Uh, I have some right here. So the first come, first serve. Other than that, then I got to get them remade and have them shipped out to your address. But right now I have a few on deck. So if you want them quick, hit me up uh, with a DM. I'll make sure you guys get y'all flags. All right. That was a great super chat uh, segment of the show. We're almost done, guys. Got to get to this poll question because it says, which player will be the X factor in the game on Sunday for the 49ers offensively? And it is tighter than, I ain't going to say that, but it's tight. It's super tight, bro. Oh, we got another contribution. Uh, why are he contributing? He's sitting right here. All right. Um, which player? 30%. So let me read to you guys the percentages so you can see how tight it is. 30%, 27%, 22 percent, 19%. Mose, who do you think got 30%? Is CMC, Debo, Kiddo, or Ayuk? Who got 30%? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Kittle, but I feel like it's CMC. It was CMC. Yeah. They said that he will be the X factor for today's game. And then Terradome says this as we're talking. We have a, you know what, Terradome? Come up here and read your own damn contribution. There you go. <laughs> I was going to try to do it in your voice. And then I'm like, nope, he's going to think I'm mocking him. So I'm going to let you do it. You're, you're muted. I can't unmute your mic. You just got to unmute it. It's showing muted on. Um, right there. I got it. I got it. We good? Yep. Yep. I got stuff all open, man. I, I was listening to other people. Hold on one sec. Let me find what, what I'm. You didn't know. The Bible yeah, said we are ready to come on. Ready. I got all my stuff open. So here I want you to. Here you go. Here you go. There you go. What, what is open? I don't know. I hear Shannon Sharp. Y'all hear Shannon Sharp? Nope. Well, Shannon Sharp is picking us to win. What? He's on, he's on one of these. Who uh, skip? I'm curious to know who Skip picked. Come on, Skip. Come on, Skip. Who, yo, who? Skip, let me tell you something. They done sold, they done sold us a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about uh, 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 which uh, my man uh, Russell Wilson. Where is this open at? Hold on. Uh, whatever you hear, we don't hear. So just read oh, that. Okay, read, good, good. Read your contribution. Now I got to find y'all again. Hold on. I'm all over the place. Oh, he don't even know where we at. You surprised me. You surprised me. Hold on. I got you. I'm going to read it. It says, I got we you. Have... I got okay. you. Okay. Okay. We have a plethora of weapons. Use all of them. And these beagles will look like Chris Tucker in Rush Hour. When he was asking, which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> 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 that's what they're going to be. 
They ain't dealing with me. They can, uh, we, get, we, we getting these boys, man. We ain't playing with these boys. I'm serious, man. We champs, man. We champs. We bred for this. I've been jamming. Uh, You might have seen me out here doing the Dougie. I went back old school with the big timers. <laughs> when, when, see, see, this is a nice season for you, Philly. This is a wonderful little thing happening, and that's wonderful. But here, it's a way of life. Mm. I'm about to get up on it, and I'm going to break in. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby. Uh -huh. Can't stop the stun. No. Straight, straight with swagger jack. Don't look any further, further. <laughs> Don't Listen. you know it's a way of life around here in San Francisco? Yeah. We breed championships. The banners, uh, 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 a conference banner is not enough. Uh, uh, a division banner is not enough. We don't put that in the ring. We put that real hardware up there. This is what we do. This is who we are. We done corrected what we needed to correct. We done got better at where we needed to get better. We will out-tough you. We will out-hit you. And then we just going to graciously bow out and say, thanks, guys. It was wonderful. It's been your pleasure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a cra crazy game. Uh, since you're still here, and we're going to, I promise, we out, guys. We gave y'all a two-hour and 20-minute Friday show. Round of applause to everybody still out there. Thanks. Hope y'all hit that Hungry. like button. Hit That's that like, get subscribe. Hit that like, get it up. Get the algorithm. However, they work out all the stats and, you know, good stuff I don't know like how that. You do uh, score prediction, Terradome, Moe's. I'll end it and we'll end the show. I got... 24 to 17. Ooh, a touchdown. 24 to 17. That's we'll get we, we just it's it's like the guy who has to throw up before the game. So we got a we got a Earl and and some somehow you know they'll get a cheap deep one some kind of way, but we will police ourselves up. Nobody makes better adjustments than San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy makes the best decisions in the world. His throwaways are beautiful. Dude, they 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 just don't get it. That's it's true East Coast bias. They beat the giant. Let me oh, hold on. I'm I'm sorry, Mo. Let me let me get this off right quick. Let me get this off. They beat the Giants. They boat raced the Giants. First of all, I'm mad at you punky five Giants cuz you set your players on the 18th uh uh uh, week of the game. I told y'all. You, you could have gave me home field throughout, but I, but but we need we need to hear nor there. Talk talk to him, Breezy. We need to hear nor there. Okay, okay, okay. And then that pathetic effort that y'all put on that field. Wink Martindale is a steward of this game. He is ashamed of y'all with how y'all didn't even show up. You didn't even show up. All of you didn't even show up, man. That, that was real piss poor. I went back and looked at the film. I looked at the, the film versus Giants. I looked at uh, the, when you played uh, the Washington Commanders. I looked back at uh, New Orleans. I, I looked back at all your stuff. Jalen, you go ahead and run that ball you want with that little read option. Gloves are off, young man. It is a reason in the 100-year history of the NFL that that 
belly series. My daddy, God rest his soul, daddy used to call it a belly series. That little option. It's a reason you don't run that. We will go assignment football, and I am hoping D'Amico is watching this. It takes, this was high school, man. Assignment football, you two defensive tackles and you two wonderful linebackers, all pro-worthy, both of you. You got the dive. You got the run. You take run. Mr. Bosa and Mr. Epicom, you crash on Jalen Ramsey or Rose or whoever he is. Every time, and you hit him, whether he got the ball or not. And if the referee say, oh, you you can't hit the quarterback, I I didn't know if he had the ball. I ain't know if he had the He's a runner. He's a runner this week. He's a runner. He's a runner. He's a runner. Hit him every time, whether he got that ball or not. You going to him. Don't worry about the run. Don't worry about the run. Trust your teammates. They will do their job. Trust your teammates. Go at them every time. They did that. If y'all remember the Super Bowl versus Baltimore, uh, T. Sizzle and them boys when they was playing Colin Kaepernick. You remember they they was touching Colin up every time. Every Hit him time. every. I don't care if he got the ball or not. Hit him every time. They come to you saying something. I thought he had the ball. I thought he had the ball. I thought he, you playing all those tricks, silly rabbit tricks for kids. Okay, play that. It's a reason why we don't run the option here, son. This is the NFL, not for long. We don't do that. that that's that, that little high school stuff. They running at the Highland Springs High School, Richmond, Virginia. That's that high school stuff. You got to go to the pocket, bro. You can extend the play, but that little running stuff, you, you ain't all that. That four, five, four, five, nine. Okay. You are not Lamar Jackson. You're not Kyler Murray. I'm going to come and see you. I'm going to come and see you. Hope you watch it. Hope you watch it. I hear all y'all Philly fans. Keep on chirping. Frisco Red be up there Sunday. Have my money. <laughs> Rose, yo, you just got a, 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 a sermon out of a score prediction. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm a, so I'm I'm a, I'm gonna keep my sure that was a sermon I'm a, I'm I'm hitting with I the need benediction. The benediction. Yeah. You uh, got it. Cool. 26 23 Niners. We went on a last second Robbie Gold field goal. Oh my man Robbie. Why not? Why not? Why not? That's I'm I'm gonna say it like this. Here here this is gonna make everybody mad. Right now I I I mean I really don't care. But this is gonna make you mad. 28-24 Niners. But the Niners will be trailing by seven at the half. Let, that sh- let it sink in. 28-24 Niners. But they will be trailing by a touchdown at the half. Fair. Fair. Long as I get the dub, long as we makes sense. advance to Glendale, Arizona. And, and, and we be sipping tea out there in the desert. That's always fine with me. But I'm coming for the, them Giants, man. They gave a piss-poor effort. They, they're they the equivalent. You remember, have y'all watched Seinfeld and and, and Kramer? Well, 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 it's this crazy dude named Kramer. Kramer oh, came. Show. 
Yeah, well, well Kramer came one day and said, he, hey, I, I am in the martial arts. I do karate, karate. And they said, oh, Kramer, you know, he does. and they walked down the street one day. Kramer was in there with a bunch of kids in karate class and beating up the little children. Uh, that's how the giants look. They look like the little giants. They were the little giants. Yeah. They were the little giants. That was a pathetic effort, Giants. You messed me up, man. We could have had home field throughout. That's all right. I'll see you next year. Yeah, man. I, you got I, what I, you deserve. I, I, I'm with you. I'm not mad at the Giants because they out. Uh, I understand why we were mad at them. They, 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 that was dumb. I, I thought it was dumb. And when they came out, they couldn't, they couldn't perform. That's why when you're in a rhythm and you're looking good, don't bench those players. Let them players go out there and keep stuff going. You know what I'm saying? The moment they did that, they looked like they fell flat, flat on their face. Listen, my man P from Twitter, uh, I was supposed to meet up with him at the Vegas game. And I was like, yo, P, man, can you, can you, uh, can you give me like one of the game day pins? So he did something better. Like, so he he works at the stadium, he he, he does security at the stadium, mm-hmm. and um, and he was like, Yo, man, I couldn't get the game day pins, they were all sold out, but I, I went over to John Lynch and I asked him for his pen. And so he, he sent it to me. Oh, oh that's yeah, that's dope. right before the new nice. year. You know what I'm he, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was on that's New Year's. He gave, me, nice. he gave me the 2022 pen. I, John probably got rid of it because it was 2023, but I don't care. Like, it's John Lynch, give a pen. So right. shout out to my man P from Twitter, 49ers Lakers for life. Y'all know who he is. Real uh, quick, hey, hey, real quick, Mo's. You had a theory on why we didn't do well in Las Vegas, I think. Did did you have something? I, I think it was a program or two before. Uh, it might have been either you or Mike, why we didn't do well in Vegas and, 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 and our defense got gouged a little bit. Do you remember? If it was me, no, I don't remember. It might have been Mike, though. Okay, I, let me spit mine out real quick. Real quick. I know we got to go. It's five... U.S. cities that young, virile African American men do not do well in and get upset a little bit. I've just noticed this, and I ain't saying no judgment, no judgment. Amen, amen, amen. Late in the season, when you go to the cities of Miami, Atlanta, keep going. Las Vegas. That's number three. Probably should be number one. Los Angeles. That's another one. And probably New York. Mm -hmm. There tend to be some upsets. Mm. Now, I ain't saying nobody miss bed checking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just noticed that you have a little hiccups in five American cities. Late in the season. I done seen it happen to the Patriots. They got upset down there in Miami one one time. Mm And we took a lump against the Las Vegas Raiders on New Year's Day. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, you know, what y'all did get 500 points put up on y'all, you know, against the, the Raiders. And they start. There are five cities, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there are five cities. Just saying. Just saying. I was 24 and 25 years old before too. And I, I've raised kids. Uh, the oldest has turned 40 today. Hey, happy birthday. I happy know. Birthday. I, 
I know what you young men do. <laughs> I was doing stuff and I was broke. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I went into that bank account and saw 10 to 15 million and they said, you know, bed check at 10 o'clock. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we'll be there. I had that Ferris Bueller uh, 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 dummy laying in there with, <laughs> with the noise. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Five cities. It's five cities. Upset. Five cities. So how 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 do they do in Philly? Oh, bro, they rough <laughs> up that joint, man. They rough up that joint. You know, one thing about Philly girls, man, they will smile before they cut you. Ooh, they 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 can get real. They get kind of nasty up there in Philly. Yeah, they they, 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 they keep razor they keep razor blades under the tongue in Philly. Boy, so. don't watch the Philly girls, man. It can drink you under the table. I hope drink, they're not <laughs> drinking forty ounces. I know. I know about them That's Philly crazy. girls. That's crazy. Matter of fact, my wife is she's not very far away from she's from Wilmington, Delaware, which is just just over the pond there, over the the river. So I know about them Philly folks, but God bless them. All right, listen, one more announcement before we jump off here. All right, now, if you're going to be in Philly this weekend, Saturday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. is the 49ers invasion. All right, you're going to want to be there. It's one of the biggest 49ers come together, get uh uh, tailgate uh, party. It's not a tailgate, but it's a nice party where the faithful come, and it's ran by my man Nick Clark from the 49ers and his staff, and it's going to be off the heezy for sheezy. Your boy Breezy Moles will be in the Ooh, building. Make sure you guys man. are out there. All right. They're probably going to have live performances for some of your 49er artists that do performances. I'm not sure if Travis King's going to be there, but he'll probably be there. You guys are probably saying, well, Breezy, where is it? Hold on, because it's not on the flyer, but it's going to be at the Xfinity Live. Live. Yeah, all right. So I just wanted y'all to know, type in Xfinity Live, and that's where it's going to be, 11 to 3 p.m., and then you can enjoy the rest of your Saturday. That Saturday night is going to be another event uh, held by the chapter out there in Jersey. So it's going to, I mean, in Philly. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be off the hook, man. Make sure you guys uh, check us out. Don't forget, if you're coming out here, make sure you're around us. We want us to make sure we're together. We'll all be safe, all that good stuff. I appreciate everybody for jumping in, man. Terra Dome, you're always a pleasure to have on the show, bro. God bless my brothers. Thanks for closing out for us, man. We appreciate it. Melissa's mom, too. She uh, she was saying that, you know, her mother, she got uh, admitted and she was out of the ER, but you know, it's a little touch and go. So, Melissa, prayers up for you, young lady. Keep on fighting. Keep on doing it. And and bless your mother from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' feet. name. Amen. 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 Healing. Where's the best place for a cheese steak in yeah, town, we, Mose? You can't have this question on, on the ear because... <laughs> where where that, Mose? I mean... Re- I, we we going to go with Moses. We going to go with Moses. Whatever Moses say. Because I might not agree with Moses. Uh, like I got a place I found that was in the hood, and that junk was off the hook. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I found. Just that's don't, just don't go, just don't go to Passengino's. Passengino's. Go to Max's. Go to Jim's. Go to Ishka Bibbles. Bro, Bibbles. That's my. Go to Max's. Go to Jim's. Go to Ishka Bibbles. Do not go to Passengino's. So Moses, what we gonna do is we gonna go to to the three, and we gonna do the bite the bite challenge. You know what I'm saying? We gonna and we gonna do something. I want I want to see which one got the best bite. And it's gotta be off the first bite too. 
That's off the you, first bite. Off yep. the first bite. Off the first oh, bite. So we gonna have some fun. Where do you get on it? Uh, just, just whiz or no? First of all, you don't get whiz. Get whiz. See, that's get why whiz. he said don't go to Pat's uh, Geno's, man. Whiz, whiz does whiz. not belong on a cheesesteak. Hey, man, that's, that's not even real cheese. I like the whiz. I, you know, no. I tried Nobody all. Nobody beats the whiz. Nobody beats the whiz. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I like it all, but but Ishka Bibbles is my shot. I do provolone. Is it provolone? Yeah. Provolone on there, just some onions, a little bit of mayo, and some peppers. You That's missing it. out on the mushrooms and, 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 and all the good stuff. All right, listen, we'll have this conversation off the air because I'll be here for another 15 minutes, and it's my lunchtime. All right, guys, love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Be safe out there. Uh, enjoy the game. I know if you're not going to make it to the game, John Chapman is going to be doing a, a party online. So you can check his party out because he won't be attending this uh, game. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, Mike from from the Bananas will be doing that. I know he'll be at the tailgate. So I'm not sure what's going on, but make sure you just keep your ears to the streets. All right, man. We love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. I feel like I'm missing something, but at this point, I really don't know or, or care. I just want to go. I'm ready to go. Love y'all. You'll, you'll get it out on social media. Yeah, right. All right, man. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty. Thanks for watching. Peace.